the particle sons. Welcome back to the best no judgment zone in the world because neither one of us don't have any law degrees. I'm Marvelous. And I'm not your average Joseph. And we are the particle sons. Let's start the damn show, folks. How you feeling, man? I'm feeling good, man. I've got my water in hand today. It's not it's not trace water, but I'm still I'm still on that campaign without a trace. Today I'm I'm just drinking regular water, but yeah. Salute to Trace. Salute to Trace. I'm gonna hit you up man, after this little podcast. You will be stalked. Um, there's a lot of shit that happened, man. You know. But before we get into, it, I mean, how are you doing? How you at? I'm I'm good, man. You know, the Thanksgiving break is over. No more jerk turkey, all that good stuff. Oh, how was the jerk turkey? That thing don't last too long in the household, man. Well, that's what happens when you got great Jamaican mind cooks. And they said, you know what? The regular turkey, the conventional method of that is dead. They're going to try it. So I want, I want to say one year, mm-hmm. way back when, they did a fried turkey, and they killed an oxtail gravy. That thing was hitting. Okay, okay. But then they said, you know what? Let them try the jerk turkey. When they tried the jerk turkey, no one really looked back since. So salute to my moms, my aunties, and everything, my cousins and everything. They definitely put their soul in it, whatever. Now, that's a crazy thing, because... Turkey's one hell of a bird to cook. Right. You're either going to get it right. Right. Or you're going to get it dry. <laughs> no, they, 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 they got the game mastered and stuff for it. So they, I think with them now, they don't freeze it. So after they buy it, they don't freeze it. Yeah. They just let it rest and sit for a bit. Okay, okay. Take it out the bag. And then that's when they start just cutting it up. And they throw it in a big ass little container and stuff to marinate and everything. And it just kind of works itself from Right. There. So bit by bit, I want to say, and they let it marinate for like two to three days before. So now every part of that turkey and stuff is well-based and well-juicy, turning into ginger. Two to three days before. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, reg, remember, regular chicken and stuff, whatever, if you're going to jerk chicken and everything, like they say they're good, it's 24 hours. Right. But two to three days for the turkey, because this is a big-ass bird we talking. So we let that thing sit and marinate and stuff with her and make love to all the, the marinade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then yeah. when it's go time and stuff with her, it cooks and yo, the meat falls off the bone, man. Okay. You feeling you feeling real righteous and stuff with her afterwards. For a fact. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to try and uh reach out there one Thanksgiving and sample the uh jerk turkey. Hell yeah, move fast, cause once everybody else starts coming in, like, oh, we're here for the jerk turkey. Mm-mm. That shit don't last long. I want to say probably about the second football game is done. Well, I'm going to have to put in a special request to moms then <laughs> to make sure that uh, at least she, I think, I believe, I, I believe if she knows that I'm coming to Cleveland, she's going to set aside the jerk Most turkey. definitely. She's going to set aside the jerk turkey. Most definitely. Yeah. You probably even get a special ass seat, extra treatment, and all the they above. Do. They were, there you go. And I mm-hmm. might get shit at all. You know what? Don't bring your ass there. Don't bring your ass, man. Stay your ass here. I'll, I'll send you a Listen, damn FaceTime from if it. If you're nice to me, I might bring you back some jerk turkey. <laughs> that shit don't make it across the... That's what I'm saying. It's that good. Yeah, that's, yeah. Everybody puts in a request. Can you bring back some of this jerk turkey over here you're talking about? It's not happening. I know you get a photo of this bitch. It's, but it's not... That's as much I can do for yeah, you. Yeah, this is like U.S. Marshals is not letting that cross no, the board. No, What you got here, boy? That look like that jerk turkey. That thing's not making that it... That jerk clear. turkey. It's getting stopped. Mm, you can't bring that north that of the border. Down? Hell no. You can't bring that north of the border. This is American vine cooking here, son. And they're going to be sucking on their fingers at the same time they tell you... Keep driving here. <laughs> All right, so that's it. So it's settled. Then I'm gonna I'm gonna come to Cleveland. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I'm gonna get some jerk. Definitely, it's a must, man. 
All right, man. So we're here. What 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 we got? There's a a lot's Ooh. been happening. Yeah, you know, a lot's always been happening in this this crazy world we're in. Whatever. Um. I, mean, I wanted to talk about the gene editing. So, apparently now I think they mastered it. They mastered it in China. So there's a doctor in China. Right. Saying he can give Chinese babies. Okay. To be born. Okay. Blue eyes, blonde mm. hair, all natural. Right. From the zygote stage, they do all the editing and stuff for them, everything. But before it, a little bit past the embryo, right? Or from the zygote stage and stuff, whatever, right there, they make everything happen there. That's when they do the editing. Okay. okay. So if you want the kid to have a straight nose, all that type of stuff, whatever, I feel like if you're that type of parent that cares much about looks, this might be the route for you. But I feel like you're also fucking and playing with God. Can't be playing with God now. Right. That's in God's position and stuff like that. It used to be God's plan, but now it's in the doctor in China's hand. Now, it, it, this is funny because um, I think I first heard of this whole designer baby concept. I want to say maybe two, three years ago. Yeah. Where, you know, you know the question came up, you know, the, the fact that we the fact that we can do it. Should we be doing type of deal and on a moral level? You mean so yeah, like, on, on, on a moral level and as well as um, the the fact that you could design your baby was almost a kind of a, a I don't know I wouldn't say like a creep show type of deal, but mm-hmm. almost on a level of a. Doc, what's that doc, that doctor's name with his own little island and he created stuff that oh, was shit. Monroe um, was it Dr. Dr. Monroe? Monroe yeah Mo, yeah, Monroe or something like that yeah when Marlon Brando played the person whatever right right see it's it's you know we're we're there we're, we're pretty much there you know pretty much and the whole idea two to three years ago when I first heard about it was you know it wasn't I think it was still in the, the maybe just coming out of the theory stage where, you know, they've isolated the genes, just like how you're talking about. Right. They've isolated the genes, but I don't think they've perfected it to now how you're saying the Chinese government has now has not perfected this. Right. So here's the thing when, when we talk about this now. At what point is the decision left up to the individual what do you mean isn't everything up to the individual you would think right okay but let's say the parent wanted their child to have blue eyes alright right so they say yo doc hear what um we got a streak of Dark brown eyes in the family, but I'm I'm on my baby that have like um, big bright baby blue eyes. And the doctor says, "Yeah, yeah I can make that happen." You jump right. in, go this little editing and so forth like that. Bam, baby's born with big bright baby blue eyes, right? Mm-hmm. And that kid goes through you know his stages of childhood, adolescence. Pre-teens. He gets into his adulthood. 
and he realizes I'm the only person in the family that got baby blue eyes. So he wants to rock contacts now to cover it up. And then he maybe more maybe he just thinks, why do I have baby blue eyes? Like, because they paid the dinero. Oh no no, it's in China. Remember B, the yeah the people's money. Yeah, they paid the money. Okay, but this is what I'm saying. At what point is now are you are you you pass individual choice? Because now maybe this this person is like, man. I don't want baby blue eyes. I want dark brown eyes like my sister, right. like like my dad, like my. Mom. So now I gotta go go out and get contacts to cover up to cover up my what baby blue for. eyes that you guys wanted me to have, mm. just for me to feel comfortable and look more like everybody else in the family. So okay, let me ask you this: You had the choice. For your son, I don't know how they got this game mastered, mapped out to, so far, because the news and everything and stuff like that, they're not going to full detail. Me, I'm King of Perverts. I asked him quick, could you make my son have an extra big dick? I would ask them that. <laughs> so that's my thing and stuff. I would ask first, but, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think he should have that much of an issue and stuff, whatever, because if regular women say no to him, the porn industry will say yes to him. So regards to the fact, he gonna be all right. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Like, I understand what you're coming from with the kids and stuff will have this little mixed feeling and everything like that, whatever. But like, it's the, I think it's the parent's best interest or the parent, when they make decisions like this, they have the child's best interest at heart. So I think they're doing it for cutting edge purposes to say like, all right, you know what? We gonna get some grandkids along the line that will have this, cause he might not be with this, but at least it'll be in the family and it'll be in the gene pool and stuff, whatever. I don't think they're they're not in it to like all for their purposes and stuff, whatever. I think it's for like the longer run, if they're smart. But I, I can't speak for everybody, right? Nah, man. I think they greedy. I think they selfish. <laughs> <laughs> I think these motherfuckers want to have babies with baby blue eyes to match the baby blue. Guess handbag. It's mm. and to me, I think it's it's stupidly ridiculous that you can't just have your baby be. Listen, I tell you what's good about this science. All right. If my family has a history of cancer, and if they can isolate that gene or that cause that may cause that, that cancer was, yeah, that go was, in there and st- that's what it was started so, off yeah, to be. Yeah, the two to three years ago, that's what they, they were highlighting. That's stuff, what whatever, it started right? off to be. Exactly. But now it's just for aesthetic purposes. Well, well, then along, well during that process, right. they figured they can do all these aesthetic things. Mm-hmm. You understand? So now it became, now it became something where is where it was life-saving, mm-hmm. right? Now it was, now it's turned into a procedure where, oh, we, well, it's another it's another thing that we can sell to you. Do you want your child to be a super soldier? <laughs> your, your baby don't need baby blue eyes. Well, you need that big dick. <laughs> you, don't need, you don't need that big You don't need that big dick. Yo, could you imagine though? At the end of the day, picture that they did that shit right now. Twenty years later, you watching a porn with some Chinese kid and stuff for them coming out there, and he they say pick a title for this porn. We'll call it what East meets West, 
And he gonna be out there with big booty Sharkeisha 3000 in the movie and stuff, whatever. And he dropped them pants. And that thing is just swoosh, swoosh. Elp kill all that damn myth about Asian dudes not packing. Nah, you see, and this is and this is why I tell you why. I can't be down with this whole design and stuff. Cause people are gonna do some nonsense with the stuff that you just talked with right now. The the the, the last podcast we have been talking about anime and hentai. Oh, oh, you got the name right. So okay, yeah, I got it damn right. So could you imagine now what these designer people are gonna be doing with their babies now? With the oh, tentacle maybe you don't, maybe you don't need a regular dick. Maybe you could get away with that tentacle, tentacle shit. Day. Yo, nah. Yo. Yo, whip that shit around everywhere. It'd be straight madness. No, but I look. If you're going in there, your family got a history of something that's detrimental that could be co- possibly cause health problems for your unborn child down the road. And I mean, the the thing about it that we we gotta understand is it's always a potential. With that being said, doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to happen or will happen. Right. But if you can err on the side of precaution mm-hmm. and eliminate the chances of that happening altogether, then I would think I would be all for that. Right? Well, yeah. That's. I think that's the. That should have been a priority. But I think this fine tuning thing. That's a different dance. Yeah. I mean, if 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 my baby come out with blue eyes naturally. Blue-eyed baby phenom. Right. But for me to sit down and say, listen. Yeah, but you know what? What if Tommy had red hair? And, you know, and like, gray. Wouldn't that be wicked? Yeah, because we can name him redhead, gray-eyed boy. You know what I mean? People are people are naming their kids madness already. Could you imagine what they think of naming their kids? If, if they, they can design, design what their kids look like? I ain't gonna stunt to you. I'm like, yo, I, I watch too much anime. You know, I'll be all fucked up. I have my kid looking like with it, Sasuke Jr. on this bitch. <laughs> that fast. That fast. But then again, I'm not gonna... That's what I'm saying. Me, personally, I kind of, let's say, I'll let nature take its course most of the time because I, always, I believe in nature. But when it comes to that part, I feel like if we don't see the repercussions now, we might see it later. Oh, I, I think so. I Listen, because what, what, what if they gave him that big dick and then out of nowhere and stuff for them in his movie he making it just fall off? I don't want to see it to fall off, but I might cry. Listen, it might go from a jerk fest to a cry fest for me. What if it just take a life of its own and start choking bitches? Then that's tentacle porn. I just told you. I just you can't trust it. You can't trust the science. You just. It's, uh, it's listen, madness. I tell you, it's madness. It's still it's still early. Right? They know what they can do with Gene. Right. You understand? Right. And, uh, okay, listen. Let's face it. All right? They, we prob- There's probably already tentacle boy out there. Yeah, Andrew. The world is not full with ethical people. True. The world is filled with a lot of Dr. Monroe's mm-hmm. and a lot of people who can fund Dr. Monroe. You yeah. understand? So when we hear the science and we joke and we laugh about it, listen. They telling us this because either A, they know they really can do it, or B, it already happened. They've already done it. Well, yeah, look at that thing. If you Google it and stuff, whatever. If you guys Google it, Bat Boy for years. You ever you you ever seen Bat Boy? Bat Boy is like 
human boy face with a big ass bat body, like bat wings and everything. Mm. And they show him crawling and freaked me out. I'm getting goosebumps even thinking about it, whatever. But you've seen the photos and all that type of stuff, whatever, pumping for years. I think they want to call him like the New Jersey Devil, all types of stuff, whatever, because it happens out in that East Coast portion and stuff, whatever, America. Okay, okay. And that's what I'm saying. I'm like, ah, oh, that I don't think, I think that, yeah, it could have been a Dr. Monroe type of situation. Where they try to play God, yeah, and the man just kind of escaped, and then that be that. Listen, there's a lot of, I mean, and this is something, I mean, we we we're in this day and age now, but if you think about it, mm-hmm. they've been messing with genes since like, you know, what I mean, like World War Two, right? You understand? Like they've been they've been trying to they've been trying to graft people for the ages. They've been grafting plants. For ages, they've been crossbreeding animals for ages. Right, you understand? So this is this what we're witnessing is nothing new. We're just witnessing them perfecting it. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's it's just we're just w- witnessing the perfecting stages of what something that man has been trying to do forever. You know what I mean? I mean, if 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 you, if you, if you even want to if you even want to take it even d- deeper than that. On, on, on let's say on a, a religious level if you if you if you think about even like the verses in Genesis in the early the early Genesis when they talking about God sent the flood to kill off all those matters of abominations and stuff like that mm-hmm. right and then and then you you, you think of okay what well, well, what kind of abominations what abominations would he be be talking about? And then you know, he be saying, "Man has been doing all manners of sorts of ungodly things and combining this, that, and the third. And then you start to say, "Well, what what could they really be talking about?" Then you think about back in those times, right? Then you start to think about you start to think about literature, and not necessarily not necessarily the Bible, but you start thinking about literature. Mm-hmm. Art and and all you know what I mean and, and and things of that period right so then you start you start to think of statues you start to think of stuff like unicorn you start to think of stuff like gargoyles cent- centaurs minotaurs mm-hmm. gargoyles right yeah half man body half horse these things where we 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 look and think of it as fantasy and fantasy world like man it ain't too far off of what gene manipulation is doing on specific porn sites you could probably see a horse fucking a person so it ain't that far listen it's not far off of gene manipulation what's going on back then to up till now that man has always been trying to make man more than what man is or more than what man should be right so it's it's absolutely nothing new um we gonna we listen. We gonna see babies with some different color eyes heading into the future. We gonna we're gonna see a whole lot of stuff that we've never seen before. Not only from a gene manipulation standpoint, but from a body modification standpoint. Bruh, I just seen a video on Instagram and stuff the other day where the dude was full out Asian, full out Asian. And my man and his barber and his hairstylist 
They put the kink in his hair. He went from straight hair to full kink. Mm. Took out the little, I want to say, little rolling pins and curling things, stuff that are in his hair. Combed it out to a little fro. Then faded it out, whatever, gave him a full out cut, whatever. The man looked like you, you can tell anybody he half black. And they'll believe him. No, he put kink in his hair. This is this is where we're at right now. I mean, we look at it, we 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 joke about it, but I mean, even with the the podcast when we were talking about the whole Bronson yeah. type deal, you know what I mean? Where these these white females can seemingly just go out and buy cream, and within the next second, you think she this light skinned mommy from New York. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and, and it's it, it's. Have you heard about black fishing? No. So black fishing now, black fishing is the thing where you have a Caucasian person will do a little kink to their hair, add a little darker makeup and everything and stuff, whatever, to like their light skin, and then go to these photo shoots and these model shoots or these movie ads and commercials and everything in the entertainment world. Right. And pose off like they're mixed. So they get the ethnicity kick and added to their profile. So if they're looking for to be in a commercial and stuff, whatever, like you know, where the whole world's trying to go, I guess business wise is interracial. Right. They're trying to show that aspect and stuff, whatever. Right. If that girl wasn't getting the hits and likes and stuff for her from before with her just being blonde hair, blue eyes, she's doing a little bit more, dyeing the hair, putting a little kink in her hair, little tones and stuff, whatever. Now she's like she could be a, a nice little mixed chick now. Mm. And the internet is an uproar over it too. Well, here's where, here's where I would be in an uproar okay. about that, right? Talk to me. Okay. Say I work for Procter & Gamble. Right. I come out with this product, right? For African-American women. Now, I'm creating the commercial to go ahead and promote this new product. Right. That I'm creating for African American women. So mm-hmm. I put out the casting call, right? Mm-hmm. Get dozens of dozens of dozens of people contact. Get back to me. So I'll go over the pictures and everything. Yeah. And I and I, I pick ten. Within the ten, you it's, scoop, you scoop it's, a black it's fish. somebody somebody black fishing. Right. 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 Okay. I wither it down to five. I wither it down to three. Now I go, I'm going to my final, you know, my final one. The person I picked is the blackfish. It's the blackfish person. I don't know that they're the, that they're doing blackfish, but the person I pick is the blackfish person. Right. Right. But they look amazing. They're perfect for the part. See, see. I call them up now. Hey, what's up? This is Joel Blow from Procter and Gamble. I got this commercial. You got yo, you got part. I have a confession to make. What's your confession? I'm really a white woman, and all what you see is makeup and hair. Rachel Dozal, my boo. Now. As the Procter and Gamble guy, you wasted your. Do you say to yourself now? Do you follow through? I can't use you because you're not an African African American. 
Or do you say to yourself, well, you had the look that I'm going for, I'm desiring. Do you mind getting yourself into blackfish once more time and, and doing this role? Because I can see that I can see that happening. Hey, I can see there, that happening listen, too. There's there's no morals in that world. True, but then he has to know what the fuck, bro. There's the uproar. Five, four, three, one. Oh, it's gonna go down. There's gonna be a possibility of an uproar or whatever. It's the same. There's gonna be a possibility. And that's what of I'm saying. And, then, and and here's the thing too, because in this day and age, the day and age that we live in now, the uproar has come. Vipers. They see that, and it, it it's it is what it, it with the, the information is just too much out there. I see that the Procter and Gamble commercial this minute. Oh, that's a nice black girl. I wonder who she is. The next minute, I'm already trying to find out who, who she, she is. is. That's what I'm saying, right? So, by the time have hour go by, and they find out, well, this chick is really a white chick posing to be a black chick that Procter & Gamble hired to play as a role and try and pass off as a black chick. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ain't gonna go down too well. Right? Fact. But, here's the flip side of that. What about the lesser companies? What, they don't have choices and options like that? No, what about the lesser companies where they know people ain't really gonna care that much to do the research to find out that person is black or not? What if it's an? That's not good. What if it's an? No, what, what if it's an e? What, okay. What what if it's a an EB Games commercial? Right. 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 Boss comes to the guy who's doing a commercial and says, "Listen, I need a shot of four or five people, male and male and female, playing. of different ethnicities, playing together." Right. Right. You go out now. You cast. And you cast somebody in blackface. Right. right? Fish. Black, 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 black fish. Fish. <laughs> black fish sound like a kung fu movie. <laughs> I'll watch black it. fish. <laughs> right? And you find out. But time is money. You ain't got no time to go now retry and recast or find somebody who's actually black to play this role. And you figure more so or less if the person look black, I might as well just roll with it. Who ain't nobody gonna question if the person's really black or not? Matter of fact, the only person, the only people who are probably gonna contact to see if she's black or not is maybe other TV people who may see her face and figure she might be good for another role or another commercial or something like back, that. Back. Otherwise, in that, the, the the regular gamer, he don't see her on TV and say, "Oh, she's beautiful. Let me figure out who she is." He's his main concern is the damn game. Right. So now, here's so here's a situation where an african-american due to the fact where the higher ups wanted an ethnicit an ethnic ethnic balance a balanced photo or a balanced shot of all those ethnicities together mm -hmm. a black person just lost that opportunity to a blackfish See where that gets kind of, you know what I mean? That whole... It can or can happen. But they have to choose how to play with that, whatever. It's been happening in a few places. Um, I think it was a few black models. 
expose the the white models who've been doing that numerous occasions and stuff whatever over there and it's it's getting leaked more and more right so it's not just a uh, a case where they're just choosing a Caucasian model over a black model stuff whatever because they want a Caucasian look they're choosing the Caucasian with the black look over because I mean I don't know though. It's like, I feel like it's a Rachel Dolezal thing you know with the Spokane Washington woman yeah 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 happening all over again and stuff whatever but I want to say that in her case it was a different type of dance where they in this case they know the fact is that the companies is calling for an African American woman but they're going to take the extra step to look an African American woman just for the part yeah. I'm pretty sure when the part's done and stuff, they're going right back to the regular scheduled program, right? Right, right. And I mean, that's the part where a lot of people have, have an issue with. I have an issue with just the fact that, like what you said, it's the research part at the end. Don't do the research part at the end. Do it, do it at the beginning. Because if they choose to play and stuff, whatever, the uproar is coming. We live in a time of social media where people are not quiet anymore. Here's the thing, and what... Here's the thing with Rachel. Now, That's my boo. Don't be talking about her. I get well, emotional about her. Well, okay. Here's 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 the thing. Was she was she actively acting as if she was black, or was she just not, or was she just just not saying that she was white? That yeah, that she's she she was just what allowing the, the, the she's just allowing the the whole. No, it's one <laughs> thing if you come out and say, listen. I'm, yeah, black. I'm black. I'm black. I'm black. Black. It's another thing if you just let people assume and you're not. Well, you're she not let the people anything. assume. Okay, so the things that she let the people assume. Why I didn't like about the whole Rachel Dolezal story was the fact that. Let's give history. Fact of the NAACP. The NAACP started off with I believe ten members. Right. Out of the ten members, right, there were only two black people. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Which is which? A lot of people don't know that. Okay, so for the people who folks at home who don't know, the MWACP started with two black people. The rest of the people under were all Caucasian. Yes, that's a fact. They were all Caucasian. So for this woman, Rachel Dolezal, to be the president of the Spokane region, and she's not black, I don't see what the uproar is all about. Right, right. Because again, like I said, when it started off, it was predominantly more white than it was black. Yeah. So if a white person is sitting on that chair for president and stuff, whatever, what's the matter? Now, she feels like she can relate more to black people and stuff like that, whatever. It it happens. It happens because it's all in your surroundings or whatever, of right? Of course. So it's all in your product and your environment and your surroundings and all the above and everything like that, whatever. Her husband's black. Her kids are half black. It's it, it came with all in her surroundings and stuff for her. So I never understood the uproar for the people and stuff for her about. I can't believe it was a white lady sitting in the seat because it wasn't about her swindling the money to like a white cause. Yeah. It wasn't about her screwing a celebrity in that position and stuff, whatever. It was nothing negative about her and her job. She was doing her job. The uproar just came up the fact that she was white and she was never saying that she wasn't black. 
They just right. assume. Yeah. They just assume. So that, that's the thing stuff about the racial thing stuff that always got kind of got me. I kept shrugging my shoulders and stuff, whatever. But people, one okay, one argument I heard the person said, "What they never gave a black person and stuff a chance to sit in the seat." I don't know what the elections look like for that that whole particular organization. Right. They could have had a full out election and stuff, or they could have had Sharkeisha Johnson, Juan Carlos. Rachel Dolezal mm. and it could have had Indian guy there and stuff whatever as well in the whole mix yeah. and she got the votes yeah yeah. so it could have been maybe just Sharkeisha as the only black born black person and stuff to represent but her votes wasn't high enough so the uproar for that should have never even been a discussion but yet it hit her it devastated her she lost her seat she had to re okay, and she's doing black hair now. Shout out to her. Doing black hair now? She's doing black hair. She has a, she has a hair salon. Yeah, man. It's, 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 it's crazy, man. It's this white people, just leave us black people alone. <laughs> <laughs> let, let us be, man. We need to coexist, man. Yeah, well, that's, you know what I mean? I think it started off, you know where it started off? When the, they, they hijacked Jesus, man. Y'all, we all know Jesus is black. That's, yeah. that's that's where it started, man. Skin, listen, of, bron- skin of bronze hair of wool. Uh, listen. And I'm going to say right now, this is why I can't, this is why you can't send me over there to go rescue any any, any leftover missionary body that's over in Sent- Sentinel, whatever that, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if y'all remember, but a few weeks back, a missionary, I think we might have touched upon this more, but I'm, let me just recap. A few weeks, you know, maybe a month or so ago, missionary leaves the safety and comfort of his own home mm-hmm. and decides he's going to do missionary work, which is okay. Usual. Usual. Yeah. I ain't got a problem with that. Missionaries have been doing their work across the world. Decades. For decades. Here's the thing, though. He decides to take it upon himself to go to a place where no man is welcome. Mm-hmm. Where they're not about to change their way of living for nobody. A place where they've been living the way they've been living a thousands upon thousands of years. Right? Right. Listen. A place that's been known to kill intruders or people they may consider to be intruders. Right. Right? So you knowing all of this. You still take yourself up to go. Still take yourself up to go. So you go. What happens? They kill your ass. Mm-hmm. Now here's the thing. He's over there, dead ass, and now they they figuring we need to retrieve this this dude's body. So now they're sending the Indian police to go and negotiate with the tribesmen over there to see if they can get the, the, the this body, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I think the attempt has been made twice 
so far. And the two times they've been turned away. So my whole thing is, listen, I got five reasons why the remains must remain. Go ahead. I'm going to break it down for you. So we're going to the top five? Five. 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 You can put them in whatever necessary order that you want. Okay. But this is how I see it. All right. When Jesus first went and visited those people, he was a black man. Thousands of years later, Asian man comes back with a picture of a white man. Mm-hmm. You're getting your ass spear chopped. <laughs> One. Yeah. Two. Your ass should have thought about when the guy took all his payment up front. Fact. He didn't say, oh, give me the rest <laughs> when we get back. Give me the rest later. Nah, he knew something. <laughs> yeah. You have to know something like that. Yeah. He made your ass pay up front. Fun. Yeah. Spear chuck. What's three? Three. These people live in the woods. They make hunting tools all day. Yeah, they gotta survive and eat. They got a spear for the spear. Spear chuck. I'm telling you, these are things you gotta be. Re- you gotta be reasoning with yourself before you you try and g- commit foolishness. What we at? We have four. We have four. The man them came out to greet you. None of them had a fruit basket. I mean, they were about peace. Mm-mm. Spear chuck. Mm. Yeah. 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 Because if one of them had a basket, you could have kind of sized up the situation and said, "All right." These dudes come to give me some. Mm. Ain't no baskets in sight, bro. War, man. The fifth and final one, why? The, the, the remains got to remain there? Listen. My mom picks up a shooter throw at me. I'm already three-quarter dodge mode. Right. You mean to tell me. You watch the screw-faced black man. Get into Olympic javelin throwing form. Chuck the spear into the sky. You, not you stood up and you looked at that sky and looked at that spear and you said, look at that beautiful spear. In the Lord, you make a beautiful sky for that spear to fly in. <laughs> you watch that shit. Let's squeeze your chest. Ass. You're an ass. <laughs> spear chuck. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't condone that last piece. <laughs> he was just an ass with that one. They could have got one up to the sun. Like, where'd it go? Where'd it go? And then, what? Listen, man. Y'all need to listen. Leave those people alone. They're not disturbing anybody. They don't want to be disturbed. They've been living their way of life for thousands upon thousands of years, and it's working for them. Yeah. They see you coming, 
spear chuck. It's that simple. You you want to be a victim of the spear chuck? Go ahead and do what homeboy just did. Just did. Ignore ignore the five reasons why you shouldn't. Get your ass dealt with. Real Believe bad. the fairy man gonna take his fairy in full. He knows you ain't coming back. Nah. nah. And they gonna send police. What? What's wrong with these police? Police is so. I I don't know. I don't know. Speaking of police. Speaking of police, cause we gotta let's we going we about to get this all all wrapped up and packaged and bow nicely because homegirl Amber from from the from the from the, 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 Mrs. the Dallas officer. yeah Mrs. Mrs. Officer, officer. Mm-hmm. listen they upgraded her charge okay it's now a murder charge so. We know if things is about to get serious, right? When they upgrade a cop charge to murder charge. When they upgrade the cops charge from a manslaughter. Remember, it was the manslaughter charge. Mm-hmm. Now it's straight up murder. Now, when you get a murder charge, that means who did it with the intent to kill. Right. Right? So, that, so although we haven't heard much more for the prosecution of becoming to, to upgrade the charge, that means there's a lot of information that kind of leads towards that. Now, here's my thing with this whole thing is now, I think being that it's a murder charge, mm-hmm. you really have to have an iron clad open and shut case. I think with, I think with manslaughter, mm-hmm. there's a little bit more room. A more wiggle room for getting, to getting out. No, no, no. For a little bit more wiggle room for the prosecution to pin you with it, right? Right. The murder charge, you definitely have to prove that there was the intent. So that's what I'm saying. If they, yeah, if, if they upgraded that. she Caucasian, though. She Caucasian, though. Whatever. I don't underestimate the powers of white privilege. That's just me. This is, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. The murder charge, it might be a harder charge to pin and prove right whereas the manslaughter is hard to prove might have been easier for them it might be easier for them to convict her on the manslaughter right right I think the the murder unless they really got hard concrete evidence Mm -hmm. that she planned to carry out this murder Mm -hmm. then it can be the, the charge can be defeated I see it. I see it, but I still feel like... Here's the thing. There's people that go into the court system and stuff, whatever, right? With these type of charges. Right. Right? And then when it comes down to it and stuff, whatever, these are the ones that will get the charged. Let's say the charge will say... No, the sentence will be 10 years. But good behavior, all that type of stuff, would probably cut them down and bring them to like... I don't know three, four, dependent on individual and dependent on the circumstance. Because they're gonna look at she used to be a law-abiding citizen to the point that she was a cop, etc., etc. They'll swindle this bitch. I don't feel like she'll do the full ten, even if it comes up. No, I I don't think she's gonna do the, the full ten either. And that's that's what I'm saying. Like with the the murder charge, it's gonna be so hard to prove. The intent. Mm-hmm. 
Because first of all, she, I mean, they're, they're sticking with a story that wrong she key, didn't know. Yeah, wrong. Yeah, wrong place. And I mean, she thought she obviously she thought, thought that she was in her place. Her place. So then, the the angle will be now. Well, what was her frame of mind? And in that frame of mind, does murder stick? Mm. Right, because you when you get that charge, it's got to it's with the intent. Right. Right. What type of frame of mind were you in when you had that intent? So you know what I mean. If they can swing the fact that hey, oh, maybe she wasn't all that there, then they they can't convict her of murder. I'll see. Yeah, I mean it's slippery slope, but you know what? I'm glad they they I'm glad that they did charge her. Yeah. With the fact of murder, because I mean it it was looking way more than manslaughter. I'm I'm pretty sure it is way more than manslaughter but again I wasn't there we weren't there the only two people who were there one's gone right and it's just the other story the other one story that we really have to go with so I mean unless evidence can really strongly contradict what she's saying it's it must gonna be might be a hard fought case I'm a fan I'm a fan of um, if the cops and stuff whatever did do it they all held accountable and they need to do the time because there's a lot of cops and stuff whatever still that has been yet brought in front of the media and there's nothing sticking to them like Teflon so I mean at the end of the day nothing. and stuff whatever when at least one hopefully it warns the rest that one day their day will come so there, hence therefore it's a step forward for them to ease down the the killing and stuff for the injustice level to the blacks it'll be interesting once it hits trial to to see you know what really what really took place or at least have an idea of what brought the situation forth Hmm. because it's always a situation which with police shooting right that you know you eat the details always comes out in court and you can kind of you can kind of you know get a get a, a full sense of what really happened besides the state because you know you can never really get the gist of the statements they're going to tell you whatever you want to tell you mm-hmm. it's up to the the prosecution or the defense on either side to really dig deep and get into pass what they're just saying you know what I mean to really because right. Up until that point, you really don't know. Uh, my case in point, look at maybe two days ago. Two or, two or three days ago. Okay. The shooting in Niagara involving two police officers. Right. Right? Right. When I first heard it over the news, right? Mm-hmm. It was officer shot or, or police shooting, right? That was it. That's it. So police shooting, so... A, I'm left with the thought of, okay, there was a shooting and it involved a police officer Mm -hmm. and I'm automatically assuming a criminal, right? Right. Police shooting. Right. That's you you automatically assume, right? Because 
they're not really giving you any other information than just that. Right, but the powers right. that be, they know what they're doing. They know what they do. They know what they're doing, right? Right. After that, you hear police shooting involving two two officers. Right. Right? So now I'm thinking to myself, okay. Okay, now I'm getting a little bit more of the story. Two officers shot after a criminal. <laughs> Cause this is what you're. This is what you're thinking in your head, right? right? This is what you, without you, you're left to fill in the gaps. So your mind is is trying to think logically, based upon what they're letting off, what they're letting off, and based upon prior knowledge, of situations before you would you can you you're, right. you're used yeah, to cause, no because your brain does like association and stuff like yeah. some things. So you're used to if right. op- officers are involved in a shooting, you're still thinking officers are Probably shooting a after criminal. a criminal, right? right? Then you get to find out an officer has shot another officer. Right. Now, mind you, by the time I heard an officer has shot another officer, they're not even referencing the first two mentions that they mentioned. Mm -hmm. They're not mentioning the police shootings that took place. They're not mentioning the police shooting. They're not just saying an officer shot another officer. Right. So if you haven't been following the news throughout the day, you may believe this is a completely different story. Story, right? Than a police shooting that happened earlier. But it's the narrative, though. People focus on the on the narrative. It's though. the narrative. People right. foc- people focus on the narrative, right? Right. And but not and but they realize that, so they give you as little as possible as they can, because they don't want to give you much information, especially when it comes to police shooting. Right. So now, you're getting it piece by piece as they realize, well, we can't keep everything under wraps. People are going to want to know, so we just got to feed them. So we're just, it's, now, it's now being planned how, they, how it's being fed. Right. So later on that, that evening now, I'm getting to find out that, yeah, uh, you know, a supervisor shot another police officer, but no one's saying anything of what it was about. This other officer was shot multiple times. This, this, that, and a third. Mm-hmm. Um, there's other officers on the scene. This, that, and a third. So I'm wondering, yo, what, what really happened? What really went down? And so forth like that. Then, you know, come to the nighttime, I'm getting to find out it was a traffic stop that's gone wrong. So I'm saying, wait big stuff that's gone wrong you mean a police officer stops somebody on a traffic violation but somehow gets shot by another police officer Mm -hmm. so now there's a lot of pieces that are being put out together and none of the pieces are making sense right so now at this point now the s the siu handle is starting to handle the case and let me tell you something whenever it drops into the SIU hands. <laughs> That's about as much information leaking you're gonna get, because at that point now, what, what? everything is everything is under wraps. They're now they're now they're feeding you the controlled information, right? The information that needs to be fed to the media, and so forth like that. So there's a good chance that we'll never know what's happening or what happened with these police officers. For another two or three days. Right? Right. Another two or three days time in this day and age of news. That's old and stale. We 
we forgot about that. Right. So there it is, that whole, and I mean that whole narrative of knowing what the police are doing, you know what I mean, it, it, knowing every step of the way that justice is being looked out out for. I wait for it at the end. Me, personally, I wait at the end because my thing and stuff is that when the situation pops off, you don't know how many things can leak out. Same thing with the Trayvon thing. When the Trayvon situations that popped off and everything. Right. They, I don't want to say they dragged it out and stuff for that, but if they did their due diligence and all the above and everything, I feel like it could have went a lot faster. Right. Which they didn't. They made it drag on and for these parents and stuff for their Trayvon Martin to have to just go through that whole event and hear the story over and over and over again about how their son lost his life and everything to that monster George Zimmerman. It could have been so much faster. And but they chose to leak out certain information and stuff for it pertaining to the courts and to the media and all the above. But I feel like you're right. When it gets to a power that be, they control what and what. So all you can do is kinda of go by your own thing or you get you a van, hire a talking dog and join the Scooby Doo mysteries. Cause other than that you're pretty much left in the dark and stuff, whatever, because the only control of power and stuff, whatever, that most people and stuff have is if they choose to list to, to take in information or choose not to take in information. Right. Right? And I feel like with this whole situation and stuff, whatever, when I heard it, I seen it the first time in the daytime, and I said, let me see what they're going to say in the evening. Because, like, every situation is fresh, they're still trying to gather information. Like, for yes. example, i.e., if a shooter takes place at 8 o'clock in the morning, they just say a school shooting take place, took place. Right. Come 11 o'clock at night, they tell you what the guy had for dinner, breakfast, what he looked like. This is what the monster is and how many people who lost their life in a situation and stuff, whatever. That's if they choose to leak that. If they choose to leak if. that. Yeah, yeah. Media, you got to hope for the best because you're not the one in that media. And I, but but again, it's also, you know, it's if they choose to leak it, but it's you know, it's what we're talking about again. From the standpoint of, from the standpoint of of police, mm-hmm. we see it right, like because exactly what you're saying. By the by the six o'clock news, you already know what he ate for breakfast. You know this, that, and a third. Absolutely. Listen, when it comes to police, by the time six o'clock news, questions are still being asked. Right. You don't know anything more than you knew at lunch, than you knew at breakfast. So leave it to the trial. So that's what you're saying. It only come out in the trial. That it only the way the, that information that you true you truly need to know or truly see, that it that stuff only comes out during the trial. Hmm. I can agree to that. Everything else just a mere speculation, man, and just you you trying to put pieces together and they leave it real vague like that so we'll, we'll, we'll say this towards Mrs. Officer herself um, we'll know when your day is served in court yeah that's it that's just I just hope there's no and, I just hope there's no wiggle room you know what I mean like for her with this whole new upgrading of the charge because like I said now you really definitely have to prove that there was an intent mm-hmm. where manslaughter you didn't really need the intent you just look, look whatever you did whether there's intent or not you cut. and I mean even with the murder charge it even if they don't get a, a 
feel that it might drop down to a manslaughter if they can't get the murder charge and like get convicted on the manslaughter. But I, I, I don't know. It, it's unless they got some real so- solid evidence. And again, like I said, they probably wouldn't bump it up from a manslaughter to a murder if they didn't have evidence that they thought would make sense to bump it up. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Move on from that. We'll close with that. Um, talk about some shit that happened up in sports. Um, I make a quick little news thing for the masses. If you're not following the NBA now, NBA's pretty going damn good right now. Let me say this. From the month of October to the beginning of December, there's been eight players that's dropped over 50 points mm-hmm. in the NBA. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. That's insane. I think it was I think Kemba Walker is the highest with the 60. He dropped 60 points and stuff, whatever, within right. that time frame and stuff, right. whatever. LeBron, you know, he normally does it. Um, Durant did it the other day with the Raptors yeah. and lost. Um, I I think the one that came to the came as the biggest shocker was the was was it Derrick Rose? Derrick Rose, because yeah. I mean he was just he had he had a shit situation with the career so far the, the trades, injuries the, all, the injury, that all that like type that. of stuff and, and he wasn't looking for a, a good while he wasn't looking like his former self and I think. I mean, and that I think that when he did it was almost like a feel good story because here, here, here it was under so much adversity and knowing the type of player that he is and Absolutely. what he was doing. Absolutely, it was good to see him to be able to perform. Yeah, like I had to hand clap that. It's like when it when it happened and stuff. I was like, I'm like, yeah, I think not only was it was therapeutic and stuff for for him, but I think it was good for the people and stuff for them to know yeah. because. If he's been being pulled around like a rag doll and stuff for that from to and fro on what how his career shoulda woulda coulda been from way back when, and to do this and stuff and revitalizing and stuff whatever, it's just showing you he's like you know he's still putting in the work and he's still here, and then other players and stuff as well like I said you know well Steph he did his fifty one, Clay had that night with all his shots and stuff whatever he did his fifty one, and so like they they've been working. They've been working, so I'm like the NBA thing right now is not really nothing to sleep on right now. So if you're not watching the NBA and stuff, whatever, pay a little note. Now, do you do you think do you think that these players are really taking it upon themselves to step up and play on another level, or do you think um, the new rules? And the style of play in the NBA is kind of really has not really set in its way, where people who 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 understand it can take advantage and now score at will. Step their game up. <clears throat> step their game up. They stepped it to me. My opinion, stuff they stepped their game up and stuff for that because I want to say you come to a point where these guys they've been playing this game for like for years. On right. a professional level and stuff, whatever, let's say for some of them and stuff, let's say max a decade. Right. right. Max a decade and stuff, whatever. But for years, these guys have been playing on at least a regulation type of level from like high school to college and everything. So they have the rules and regulations stuff in their head embedded into them before they set foot on the NBA court. They know 
the differences between, I guess, like a high school game and a college game rules compared to a college game rules to like an NBA game rules. So that thing stuff is embedded to them, but they know for a fact they have to step their game up because if you look at in the past and stuff, whatever, let's say if you take it back and stuff to when Jordan was in his prime, how many players have been dropping numbers and stuff like this? Could you even say that it was at least over five players dropping over 50 points and stuff, whatever, within a, a month time frame? Five different players. Right, but okay, but but this is what I th- this is what I mean. Okay, those plays that you just mentioned, right, right, right. Still with having that skill set, mm-hmm. right. If you took them and put them back in the Jordan era, right, where the style of play was is different and more physical, mm-hmm. would would all those players still score the fifty? Out of the eight, I want to say there might be two that fell off. Might be two that. There might be two that fell off. But I think the rest of the stuff will still hold their own because what what's changed between a Clay Thompson or Steph Curry's three point style compared to like way back when defense. Here's the thing. If okay, in the Jordan era, I could hand check you. Right. I could I could put I could put my body on you all day. So I could I could smother you with defense, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You can't do that in this in this day and age, this Fact. NBA, right? Fact, that's a foul. Okay. So so think about it. If you watch if you watch how Kevin Durant plays, mm-hmm. right? First of all, he's 7 foot. You understand? Mm-hmm. So when he jumps and elevates for a jump shot, nobody is blocking that shot. Right. So he's he he understands that all he has to do is get to the areas where he knows he can shoot and hit those shots. Mm-hmm. And eight times out of ten, he's probably gonna make that shot. Right. Right? Right. But the fact of the matter is, he's allowed to get to those spots and make those shots, right? Right. During the Jordan era, he's in a defense. If man and man know that you have certain spots that you like to go and hit, they're making it mad difficult for you to even get to those spots, right? Right. And even when you get to those spots, they're mad physical with you when you're shooting it. And the ref is not calling it. Right. So they can get away with being mad physical. And you may make you may make the first two. Ten or fifteen. Oh, I'll, I'll be generous. Ten or fifteen. Right. Right? Right. But as you go on, the wearing on you, the the man leaning his body on you, putting his weight on you, wearing you down, tiring you out. Mm-hmm. So every time you go to elevate that jump, make that jump shot, it's just a little bit less because you're just a little bit tired. You're losing more juice, right? From from using, using that, using up that energy, right. right? I I think it's I think less people would be able to make that fifty. I think it takes not only a I think it would not only take a skilled person, mm-hmm. 
but also a person who's physical in stature and has that stamina, stamina. right? So, okay, out of the eight, how many you think you think? Because I told you and stuff, and the six will still make it. Out of the eight? I want to say one. Who is that one? LeBron. Only LBJ. Yeah, Only because, LBJ. Because out of the out of the eight, I think he's the only one who has that the who the has physique? the physicality physicality mm-hmm. to to do it. If you look even at even at even at KD's height, right? Right. If you look at the guards back then who played back then. A Joe Dumars. Well, no, no. That's just even earlier than that. I'm thinking, who would be? Who would we look at? at the game? Lamar Jackson. Okay. Look, look at the look at the body on Mark Jackson as a guard. Right. 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 Even the body of Mark Jackson as a guard. Bodying up against a taller Kevin Garn, uh, Ke- uh, Kevin Durant, Durant right. with his lanky, no body self, right. don't put pressure on him. Yeah, you know what I mean. As much as he can probably just shoot uh, shoot jumpers all day over him, he's still got to deal with the fact that this man's leaning on him, wearing them down, and this, that, and third. And I'm that's I'm just talking from the guard standpoint. I'm not talking about the the shooting forward, the power forward, those guys who had their elbow in your back, the you know what I mean, the the the, the, the full arm beer hug, the wrap around you when you're dribbling, because all of that is that all of that stuff is non-existent now. Right. You understand? So you play, you're playing with the amount of freedom that has never been seen in the likes of the NBA. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. then, so then again, so that's what comes to me that when I say, okay. Is it now? Is it now the, the fact that it's it's a skill based thing, or is it the fact that now it's the, a regulation? The, the 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 rules and regulations have now really have now really set in. People understand what they can do, right? Mm-hmm. From what they can't do, and they're now taking advantage of of that situation. Cause look look how Kevin Durant plays. I see it. This man is a he, he is he's he's a he's a set spot shooter. He gets to his spots, he shoots them, right? Mm-hmm. Or he's driving these using his wirely wirely body and cutting through the lane. He's part and, of orangutan. And he can use his wiry body and cut through the lane because they can't they can't body you like they used to do when Jordan used to try and do that shit coming through the lane. Mm-hmm. I see it. I give you that. You know what I mean? It's it's a it's a totally different, totally different eight day and age that these guys are playing. These guys are playing ball in. They're, they're in you the... know it's not a different day and age. What's that? Dwight Howard dribbling balls. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. Uh, oh man, <laughs> listen, this is this is funny because I think last year sometime there was a a clip that went around. Um, of some game they were at on the court, and 
He was sit. He was sitting on the bench. Howard was sitting on the bench, and I guess a teammate was walking past. Mm-hmm. And he grabbed the teammate's Johnson. That might be partial Caucasian like behavior. But, well, but it was but this is what this is the thing. You know what I'm saying? And the the player had that kind of like that 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 look on his face like oh you stop playing around type of yeah, thing yeah, and you know he move, grab move his hands yeah, and stuff yeah. like that and at the time it just seemed like some good old white boyfriend right all right but was it was it was it really I mean it could it could have been a new code for like dick tug me like hey yeah well it, it, it like you know be. if you get that text from a woman you might be like hey it, it could be cause and it depends on how many whys you might get. They might be how interested they might be. Well, I mean, now we're we're getting to understand that you know, Dwight Howard don't only just like his teammates, but he likes to play play with the mates on his team. <laughs> you understand? Know oh, that was poetic. That was poetic. And here's the thing, because we're in 2018, and he should have no shame. No shame whatsoever. Do you? Be you. In fact, it's encouraged in this day and age than more than any other time. The problem is, is when you're not owning it, it almost makes it look like, bro, you're either ashamed of who you are or you're ashamed of the people who are just like you. And Mm. that's not a good look, bro. That's not a good look, especially in a time where, you know, we're, we're getting to the point where we're, we're much more accepting as a society and we're starting to look and see things differently. And I say that, and when I say that, mind you, there's always going to be people who have the, that, the, the bigoted attitude and beliefs. Yeah. And we already know that we can't change everybody. Well, you can't change everybody, though, right? But I mean, in any cases of whatever, um, you should try and make yourself happy first and then get ready to deal with the world. If you're not selling your soul or hurt anybody else in the process of you being happy, what the that's, fuck is this? That's, that's it. it and, you, and you can't let anybody else define your happiness. That's another thing. Exactly. Your happiness and my happiness are two different things. That's It's two different things. Um, and... Dude, I think the the backlash that you you're really getting now is the fact that you trying to still trying to hide when there's no reason to still be trying to hide. I think whosoever might be talking to him now, yeah, they might try to convince him and stuff like, bro, just let it go. It is what it is. Well, he don't have to let it go at this point because it's out there. True, but then I mean, there's still you can you know how people still fight things to the bitter end. Yeah, to the bitter end and stuff like that. And I always tell people denial is a river in Africa. Right, and people they'll still try to deny, 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 and try and blame the flying monkeys. But the more you do that, the more I want to say, the longer you drag on the bullshit. So that like the fact, the faster you say like like Eminem and Eight Mile, I always call it that. When he came out and stuff in the movie, and he just said, "Yeah, he's this. Yeah, he's broke. Yeah, he's this, that, and the third, whatever." Right. What is the what else? Because everybody else. Yeah, has. like what is the, the else to say? The neg- he put all the negative out there and stuff, whatever, out there. Or, or things that people might deem negative. Yeah. The end. 
Yeah. Not everybody just goes past that and gets point to the main point of why you're here. I guess in Dwight Howard's case, main point is you're here and stuff where there's the NBA. Right. Is this going to change how you play in the game? It might change certain people's views and stuff for that, but the NBA, you know, they're not for their shits and stuff for the LGBT. You know, they they bought that because it's, it's NBA slash WNBA. Well, wasn't wasn't um wasn't the NBA the first uh, to employ uh, an openly gay player? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, and again, it, like I said, they're 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 fully supportive. They're fully supportive. That's something. I there's no there should be no shame in this game. There there shouldn't be, and I. I you know what I think it is? I think, and I think with with them is you you portray yourself to be a certain way for so long that you I don't know if you find it hard or if you find it contradicting to come out as who you really are. And well, I mean, he can, he can change his little entrance music. Remember the Bulls back then had turn 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 turn. You know the Michael Jordan thing. Yeah. You can have a new, I don't know, might have a Diana Ross, you know, when he's coming out. I'm coming out. You know, just come out with that and then he'd be like, yo, own it. That's my thing, own it. He gotta own Be who you are with it. Love the skin you're in. He gotta own something. It's all he like to dribble balls on court, like to dribble balls off court. Own it. That's it. He be wild at the sex parties, though. Yeah, that's what they claim. I wasn't there, so I don't know. <laughs> I was in my damn house, mind my, my damn business. That's what I was telling you. Yeah. We got um Serena on the cover of GQ Mag. Don't want to say people are in slight uproar. Here's my thing. My thing and stuff is that for years we always been talking about Serena, mm-hmm. about how she's built like a man. Mm-hmm. She's built brolic and everything and stuff like that. You know, she's still a beautiful woman. Yeah. But beauty's in the eye of the beholder. If you have the bar, beauty's in the eye of the beer holder. <laughs> right? And for them, or for Virgil and stuff, whatever, to agree, for those who know, Virgil is the man behind the off-whites and the Nike movement that you're now seeing on so many of these kids' feet. Um, he was there at Louis Vuitton for a bit. Now he's at GQ Mag. Yes. He has a little brief history and stuff on him. And now for Virgil... To cross out Man of the Year, which they normally give for the December January run, they gave it to cross out Man and put Woman. And for years we've been calling most of the people have been calling Serena Man. And for them to bring that up and say it like that, whatever, I want to know how you feel about that. Serena, Serena, Serena. You know. Here's the thing, and you're probably gonna be too young to. Uh, matter of fact, you 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 a young bucks. You you probably not gonna remember. Watch it. I'm a millennium. Don't hurt my feelings. I'm, I'm sorry, but no, I'm I'm gonna well, take it type. back. I'm gonna take it back. And you may not remember a player by the name of Martina Navratilova. Hell no. Okay. See. <laughs> <laughs> now, she was from the uh, a, a tennis player from the uh, former Czechoslovakia and uh, or Czech Republic, and the thing about women tennis players back then, 
the real dominant ones, they all kind of look manly built. Mm. Martina, she kind of had like you know she was she was wiry, but she kind of had a more of a, a built frame than I would say like a feminine frame. So wiry, you all, you've been saying wiry. You said wiry about the Kevin Durant thing. What does whoa, that mean? Slim whoa, thugging, flocka. Slim thugging. Okay. You have an another another female. By the name of Steffi Graf. Maybe you might. I know Steffi you Graf. Might, you yeah, might yeah, know yeah. Steffi Graf. She a little yeah, bit but Steffi Graf was still smaller than Serena. Smaller she was than, cut. Smaller than Serena. But she was but cut. She was cut. And yeah. she kind of, she had that, you know I mean? She, she didn't look feminine to me. Mm, maybe. Right. Maybe a little bit more, but dude, back then, when we was watching tennis, yeah. Steffi Graf would have been what we would be looking at Serena today. And saying, yo, you kind of built kind of kind of on the, on the, but that's just what it was. The, the, I don't the, know. The Serena, dominant. Serena, like she'll spot you in the gym. She looked like she spots you in the gym, but you know what though? There's a lot of women that will probably spot you in the gym, but are still women. <laughs> it, it is what Fact. it is. No, I mean, yeah, yeah, absolutely. If we look at we look at the the, the female female bodybuilders, you know what I mean? Got more muscles than me and you, right? Every time I see a competition, I want to do a few abs sit ups and you know work. But at the end of the day, there's still women. So when I look at the whole Serena argument, you know the the, the you know the the um the haters, I would say along with the conspiracy theorists. Well, like to say, well, she was really a man. They really, they really men in this, that, and the true hater. Look, man. True hater. Look, man. Look, look. Up all this foolishness. Forget that crap. They are women built to destroy every other woman on the face of this earth. Ain't nothing more than that. Ain't nothing less than that. Yeah, but what about this cover? Now, this cover. Right. I think Virgil just re I think he just he just playing on the fact, just like how you said. Mm-hmm. That people consider that people have been spreading these rumors around. You know what I mean? And I think and I think not only it's a, a play on the fact that people are spreading these rumors around, but it's also a play on the fact that Listen, in sports, the man is not always going to be the dominant news item for the year. Fact, but GQ doesn't only highlight sports. There's been other men of the year. There's been Clooney on there, Pitt. There's been other people and stuff who are not athletes. Right. Why not bring somebody who's even a non-athlete and stuff, whatever, or a game changer to the cover? Than over a woman. No disrespect, but there, I feel like there's still more magazines and stuff, whatever, that cater to women than they do cater to men. You might have your token outdoorsman, your guns thing, and then you have like Maxim and GQ and those same kind of categories and everything. Why choose Serena? Because the argument and stuff is that he crossed out man and put woman, woman of the year and stuff, whatever. And a lot of people are. are and up arms saying that, oh, so because we've been calling Serena man for the past few years, it's okay to put her on a cover 
of GQ, a man magazine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and I, I also see it as, listen, right now they're trying to, we're in an age where they're trying to get rid of the whole notion of gender period. Mm-hmm. You understand? If, so, yeah, if you explain it like that, then I then I can I can get that. So so they're just trying to kill the so gender the, barriers. Period. Period. So this this is a this is a this is a a move where where you're looking at it as you cross he's crossing out man and putting woman there as if he you know what I mean I look I can look at it and say look at it and say well he's crossing out the fact that. It's no. He's no longer considering the fact that we have to have a man of the year separate from a woman of the year. It should just be, at that point. It should probably just be a, the human being of the year. So to highlight that point, I'm saying, hey, no longer is it a man of the year. In fact, this year we're gonna have a woman mm-hmm. of the year of the year, mm-hmm. right? Um, I, I could be throwing him bail. I don't know. <laughs> well, no, she. I mean, she did. A, she did a, like for her herself. Her accolades yeah. and stuff are real good this year, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, like minus in the whole thing with you know with the the ref and her and Naomi going at it and stuff like that. But like you know, she got married this year. She got married earlier this year because she had the baby. I think the end of the last year, and then she right. got married and stuff this year and everything like that. And all that, that stuff is real good. The controversy she she faced with the, the the cat suit, the black tutu. Yeah, the the tutu. Oh yeah, the caricature. She had a, she had a run this year. Yeah, she had a run this year. Just saying, if it comes to the time, hope you're listening. Someday, woman's health. I don't mind being on the cover over there, teaching women about the yoni the yoni eggs and stuff for that I see on social media about how to improve your kegel game. Because uh, if we're killing barriers, let's have a. Straight across, no double standard and stuff. It only works one way. It has to work all across. So you gonna have, you gonna, you gonna hang some barbells from your balls? No, I'm gonna teach. <laughs> I'm gonna teach some women and stuff, whatever. Some techniques about the yoni eggs and stuff, whatever. On Women's Health magazine. and then they can't look at like I can't believe they got this guy teaching the thing. I'm gonna be like, uh, uh-uh. don't forget Serena, on GQ. Listen. It, it, it might happen sooner than you think. I'm waiting for it. I'm it waiting for my happen, time to shine. It might happen I'm sooner waiting for than it. you think. You understand? Why the hell not? You might be up there flipping eggs and shit. Um, so, for the folks that don't know, uh, let me say salute to Payless Shuso. Payless. This is a good one. Payless, I fucking love you. At Sofa King Marvelous fucking loves you. Listen, listen. I bought, I, I bought a couple of shoes at Payless, man, and they, they, they some nice shoes. They, they the joint. Yo, pay I mean, this. I ain't... Pay, pay, play this. When you were a kid, when you're a little kid, mm. Payless will hurt your feelings. Mm. When you become an adult and you need some shoes to do some ones and twos and stuff for there, mm. Payless would be cool. Well, Payless been through some chronicles and stuff with it. Like, a lot of their stores closed. They filed for bankruptcy, I think, 2017. Yeah, last mm. year. Yeah. They've been through some chronicles and stuff, whatever. So now, Payless, what they did now is that they made a fake pop-up store. Okay. They made a fake pop-up store. They call it Palisi. 
And they made police They took all the paler shoes that they had, re-improved the labels and stuff for them, put this police label over like the heels and everywhere where it would say Payless or the type of Payless brand over it. Right, okay. Got some social media influencers and stuff, whatever, because, you know, the influencers and stuff, I guess, mean everything mm. now to a product. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. If, you're, oh, yeah. if you're making a product, Trace Water, we will be the influencers and stuff, whatever, for you guys. Hey, hey. Let me add, before you continue, let me mm-hmm. ask you this. What the hell is a public figure? A public figure? Yes. Mm, and what, I, I, and what I, qualifies so, you to be a public figure? Okay, so, okay. To me now, so I'm, I'm going to give you the political son's answer, and I'm going to give you the Silver King Marvelous answer. All right. So, all the, right. so Silver King Marvelous answer stuff is that a political figure, is a public figure is a person and stuff, whatever. Who's known or has been hashtagged or at many, many times. Right. Passed to a certain type of level and stuff that are on their social media platforms. Not just one, right. but several platforms now. Right? Okay. okay. And minimum, minimum, I think, followers is a minimum, I think, 10,000. 10,000. Okay. Minimum followers okay. is 10,000 and stuff, whatever now. So now if they go, these people in public figures, if they go for an interview somewhere and everything, they're allowed to put this on their resume. No bullshit. Mm. So they can put this on a resume and stuff, whatever. And you're like, so if it's something about you want to sell Trace Water. Right. You said your minimum followers are 10,000. Boom. They look at that. They're like, you are a public figure because people know you and they can easily go hashtag not your average Joseph and see that. Yeah, you're, you're, you're backing up your words. Right. You're a public figure. Right. Another company already hired you. So this is part of the reason why you have this public figure name. Okay. Particle Sun's answer, man, you're just looking for some damn fame. Don't worry about your followers. You need to get your dollars up. But I guess that's what they're using and stuff, whatever, to say they're going to try and get their dollars up. So we got to, I got into a discussion one time with somebody and everything, and they said, basically, if you have these amount of people and stuff, whatever, just watching you, doing it and caring about the things that you like, like the basic shit. I'm eating my meal. And your meal like photo can get like over a hundred something thousand and stuff, whatever. Right. You're known to the peoples as a public figure. Okay, so now here's here's my other question to that. Mm. Because in my IG profile, mm. right? I can select musician. Right. Right? Because that's basically, you know, what one you? of the things I use my IG for is the the promote the fact that I do music, I'm involved with music in almost every aspect. Mm-hmm. So I have it as musician. Right. Right. Now that's something I can go in and I can pick and customize for myself. Right. The title public figure is that this is that in the same breath where somebody can say, well what is it that you do? Oh let me go through scrolls through this, this, that, musician, artist, this, that, public figure. Or is that something that's added to your profile after you reach a certain amount of... Some people add it just for shits and giggles. And it might, okay, it might okay. not be... So it's it, something it, that you can add. You yeah. don't even need to have a certain... Yeah. Pla- you can't. don't even have to plateau. Correct. You can just add that. You can just add that. Okay. But don't be surprised and stuff, whatever. And a few updates from now and stuff on some a few social media platforms yeah. that it won't be something like that. Right. Because most of the socialites, like the people who go out to these parties to and fro, take these photos and everything and stuff, 
with a few random celebrities here and there to and fro, they feel like they're public figures. You might not know who the hell they are. Right. But they they will make it, they'll make their claim and make their stake and stuff whatever to say that. Mm. Right? And that's social media. Okay, okay. So I mean, sorry for the 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 sidetrack, the, no, the, no, that, we the long-winded sidetrack. But I, I I think that I think that little sidebar is necessary. It is for, in order for people to understand the whole influencer, the whole influencer thing. Absolutely. So right. that's the same thing and stuff for that because you might have a person and stuff for that, especially with these these social media influencers and stuff, whatever. They might have a product, they might have a particular product and stuff, whatever, and they might just say, you know what, don't mess with this product. It's not worth your time. It's not worth your money. Right. And then other people might see them and stuff, whatever. And they're like, oh, you know what? Well, we got some products for you to try out. Try out these products. These products are right. This product is good. And then now claim to fame bit by bit and stuff, whatever. They get more and more followers because these companies and stuff, whatever. So if the company was called Not Your Average Buzz. Right. And you're trying to pitch out products to this person and everything like that, whatever. Then bit by bit. On other your plat your other platforms are saying stuff is that like you your tester is so fucking marvelous, right? So now when you're pitching all your products and stuff, whatever and everything like that, whatever, or companies come to you and say, hey, we have this new old spice we want to pitch to you and stuff. You're like, I have the perfect influencer for that, so fucking marvelous. Mm. So now bit by bit, more products, more views, more people, and start they start climbing, right, right. Pay less now. When at a few of these popular social media influencers and stuff whatever that were in the LA region because the popular store was in LA region right right went at them did a beautiful thing had them come in into the store they hired their own new team and stuff whatever for it and sold them pay less shoes that would probably run them average 30 bucks or 200 sometimes 400 sometimes 600 dollars yeah 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 and these social media influencers who claim they know products who claim they know good things when they see them who's people who, who people are leaning on, on every exactly. word exactly yeah lean on that every word it's talking bullshit mm. with unpayless shoes Payless shoes, pay shoes wait, wait. are still quality shoes. Well, they were, in, in but they the, made them seem like they were the high fashion made by Donatella Versace. Well, here's the here's the so here's the thing, because what is a high fashion shoe made from Donatella Versace? What is what 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 is a high level? And it's, 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 just, it's just the cost and the name. It's the cost and the name. Let me um. Let me further let me further build upon that point. Okay. I used to work within the textile industry. Okay. Right. Right. For uh, for a major company. Mm-hmm. This major company will re- will remain nameless. Right. Fair. But under the company's umbrella, right. Mm-hmm. It's got three brands, mm-hmm. right? These these three brands are very popular brands, right? Fact. Okay. So now you have a lower tier, you have the middle tier, and then you have the top high tier, tier the, right. the, the the top tier, right. right? Now within the with within the the three companies and the three brands, 
they make sure to keep to keep specific items in their place. Right. You understand? Mm -hmm. So lower end items you'll get at the lower store. Middle to high end, you'll kinda of get in the middle range stores. High end items you'll only you'll only get at the high end stores. Right. Here's the thing. That parent company, mm -hmm. their buyers are only buying clothes from one place. Right? Right. I can I can see that. Okay. Now that place is somewhere in China. Right. Okay? So I'm breaking down the textile industry for you. Mm -hmm. In China, there's maybe four major factories that makes everybody's clothes. <coughs> Sorry. So now, they make it exactly like how I explained it to you. Fair. Low end, middle, middle top tier. Top tier. Right? Right. Now, all these companies around the world that deal with clothing and fashion mm -hmm. send their buyers. They'll go see what's happening for, let's say, 219. What's, what's going to be the shit we're in in 2019? Okay. Right? Now, these manufacturers, they've already got what's wearing for low end 2019, what's wearing for middle end 2019, what's wearing for high end 2019. Okay. So day one is just low end. So all the low end buyers from across the world come in and they say, We're ready for the low end fashion show. So the manufacturers now, they start parading all the low end fashions on all the buyers. Mm -hmm. Let's say, buyer from HM sees something. They're okay. Um, I like that style. Um, give me four hundred thousand pieces. Slap H and H and M on it. Don't navy buyers and he says, "Oh, ooh, I like that style." But it looks similar to my friend who works over the old navy. So don't don't give me that quite. Give me something a little bit different. Mm -hmm. But slap the old navy tag on it. Mm -hmm. Right. They do all of this. They go through all the lower tiers. Then the next day comes. It's the middle tier section, right? Okay. Same thing happens. They parade all the new stuff. Middle tier section says, hey, I like that. Give me, I order a certain amount of pieces like that. Slap my label on it. Next, I would this, that, and that. Slap my label. Next, what you going to do that? Slap my label. I mean, that's it. That tier is gone. High end tier. Now, it's a very small, it's, it's a much smaller tier right right and the pieces are 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 even furthermore they're 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 they're, they're differentiated even more so this year's high end piece may be a crop top but there's only five pieces of this high end crop top mm -hmm. then it goes to a different style that five of a high crop top then a different style of five pieces you know what I mean right now the high end stores now say okay I'm gonna take this one that designer you take this one that designer you take that one right they all slap their names on it they all price it how they see fit 
Mm-hmm. Now, he, but here's the problem. A lot of times, that stuff in the high end market can really kind of fit in the middle end market. And sometimes does fit in the middle end market. Mm-hmm. Right? And you have somebody in the middle end market slapping their name on it. Because it's no different. Only thing different now is the point is is my is the name, right? So imagine that now and apply it to shoes. But that's the thing. They, there is no police. There's never been a police. There's never there's been, never been. that's what I'm saying. All of that you said, yeah, that makes sense. But there's never been a police anywhere. It's not even this like there's been like an old navy set yeah. and that old navy is running this. But here's why but this but oh, okay, so but I, I, I explained that to you. Right. To explain why a police can work. Right, because this is a high-end company. It's still coming out of nowhere. Well, guess what? There's no difference in the quality. Right. Zero. There's no difference in the quality. Matter of fact, when we look at Payless shoes, they're probably... I'm, I'm guaranteeing you they're coming from out of the same, same manufacturing... Com- uh, absolutely. That, that, the high-end shoes absolutely. are coming out. Absolutely. So the quality is going to be similar. Absolutely. But that's the thing. Because when you when you said there's only four companies and st- or four factories, four major factories yeah. and stuff... I mean, there's, uh, there's obviously there's, there's going to be more, more than that. But no, there's we're, more we're factories, major factories. But, yeah, but people saying, are north. Yeah. Right. But that's what I'm saying. But there's, when there's the four major factories and stuff like that, whatever, that supply all these chains. Yeah. Whatever. Where do you think? That's what I'm saying. Like, well, when does... But most... The average consumer doesn't think about that. No, they the don't. Average, the, and that's why the average consumer and stuff, like when they're brought with, like, something like, I guess, um, American Apparel, yeah. where the clothes and everything are made and stuff on this side of the world and everything and stuff, like that, they feel a type of way. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, my gosh, why is it so expensive and stuff? For them? And they make the same clothes and stuff, that are just like Old Navy, H&M, and et cetera, and stuff, for them. be like, yeah, because you're not paying. Because now... You're paying for people and stuff who worked on this side of the world. Right. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. When you're paying for the things that's working on that side of the world and stuff, whatever, expect the style to be in every type of store. Every type. Every type of store. And that's what I'm saying. These people who follow these social media influencers and stuff, whatever, I don't feel like they have a mind of their own. If they're not familiar with the product... I get why they watch them to see what the product might look like. Right, right. But a person shouldn't determine if you're going to spend your money on the product because they're getting gifted these products. Oh, yeah, for sure. But the funny thing, too, is Payless made them pay for these products. Yes. And the social media influencers paid out of their pockets without a bat of their eye. $200 for $18 pump. But here's the thing. $400... For some shoes, regular flats. And he, and here's the thing. But here's the thing with influencers, right? Mm-hmm. Cause they're they're willing to they're willing to spend that money. Absolutely. Right. Go back to social media. And wear what they spent the money on. With the expectation that. Police. Mm-hmm. Has already contacted them knowing that they're that they're influenced. Yeah. So the fact that they buy the shoe, they haven't already been offered a contract or this, that, and the third from police, but they feel it's coming. Right? So, so they feel it. They, listen, they already Pushing making money. And hoping 
and waiting. They're already naked. They have the money sitting there. Remember, they ain't paying for nothing anyway. Right. So I spent a four hundred dollars with you. I'm probably looking. I'm, I'm gonna spend the four hundred dollars with you because I'm expecting maybe a close to maybe four thousand dollars worth of free stuff. Once you see how many many likes your shoes got on products, my page, yeah. this, that, and the third, right? right? So, yo, know, it's 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 crazy. But I, I say all the time. I mean, I, I put up a post of these uh, pair of Balenciaga shoes. Mm. Now, mind you, when, when Balenciaga first came out, the first pair I seen was these um these white high cuts. I think they may might have been um either snake skin or or crocodile skin. Either the two, but they were just, they were white, clean. How much were they? I think they were I wanna say in the in the area between six hundred and a and a G. You understand? But very probably snake. Yeah, very, very clean looking and you know, I I liked it and I was crazy. The first time I First time I was introduced to the shoe, mm-hmm. and I think, um, I think, oh my, my cousin, um, uh, which one was? A picture in the face. The name ain't coming to me right now. Sorry, cuz, but he had <laughs> he had a friend. He had a friend, and his girl just bought him a pair. Okay. He's like, yo, he's like, ah, oh, his girl just bought him a pair of Balenciagas. He said, he's, he's he's going off and the uh, and stuff like that. So it's like. Cool. So when I seen them, I was like, "Yo, th- you know, this is this is nice." But here's the thing with me. I'm not I'm not the one to go Google Gaga over designer sneakers, right? You understand? Me either. I'm not about that. And and not to say that if I didn't have money to blow, you probably wouldn't see a pair of one or two on my feet. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I gotta have money to blow. <laughs> you understand? Before, I don't even think I was spend. Me personally, I don't think I was spend. Well, I, I I say that I say that now I'm the type of person that I am. But listen, if I have money to blow, this up up up. You know what I mean? I, it, it, I'm a, I'm listen. I'm a, of a belief that if I like something and if I really like something and the money's no object, I'm a good, I'm gonna get it. You live once. You you only live once, right? And if it's not gonna kill you. Or put you in any in any situation for you to enjoy life and enjoy your money. Yeah. Then I suggest you go ahead and do it, right? But my, my philosophy is different. My philosophy is simplify, clarify, economize, right? But if I had the money and stuff whatever to burn, I might buy the same other thing. I'm a creature of habit. Well, but the, I'm, well, a, I'm a creature of my habit. But, and, and and what you're seeing is exact is exactly right. But if 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 blowing a thousand dollars on a pair of sneakers, it's not even a sweat off of your back. And if it's something that you really like, you might do it for yourself. Yeah, if you I might, like, if yeah, I like it. Yeah. Not them Balenciagas. If if it was in, well, my, in, my, in my case, well, here's the in thing. my case, I will buy probably like the same type of Jordan ones. Right. Jordan ones and stuff, whatever, are my go-to shoes. Right. Because I feel like they have the comfort, the the look, the spiel, everything. So I might buy a lot of the same colorways, but I have the money to burn. Listen, it, it, don't mean to cut you, but mm. after the podcast, remind me to show you the ostrich. And snake skin and elephant leather Air Force Ones that I seen that are like a thousand something bucks. They look stupid fresh. But anyway, right. besides besides the point, right? Mm-hmm. 
so here it is now. So what, what was on? Yeah, it's talking about the Balenciaga yeah. sneakers. So they look cool, and I'm like, yeah, but you know what? I can find a, a a pair of clean white kicks and be just as happy. Right. Right. So the next thing that 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 I know, I, I you know, it's starting. You know, they're putting out more shoes. They get into the more sneaker stuff. Then they put out this. They put out this shoe. I posted it on my site, and I'm looking at the shoe, right? Mm-hmm. And the shoe looks no different than a sneaker that you would buy at Skechers. Right. Matter of fact, the shoe looked like they copied a sneaker from Skechers. And just threw the Balenciaga label. And just threw the Balenciaga name on it. Sitting up, I'm scratching my, my face and saying to myself, Yo, none of you would buy this with the sketch's name on it. But because it's got Balenciaga on it, all of you are running man, to go people buy are brainwashed, it. Man. People are brainwashing to brand names. Been. Been. They've been brainwashed into brand names and stuff. And it's more of, a, I want to say, a North American type of thing. And now became, I guess, a heavy... European type of thing and eventually be a full worldwide type of thing and stuff whatever right because I want to say there's things and stuff for North America that seep through other countries nearby North America right right and same thing countries and stuff whatever near the European nation and stuff whatever and those regions where I guess it's starting to stretch into like the Asian neck of the woods or even out to the Atlantic oceans and stuff whatever right there too, they'll get a scoop and stuff whatever as well. They're brainwashed. We're brainwashed onto onto things, mm. and doesn't matter if I if you were in a suit and I were in a suit, whatever. And we have to go to a place and stuff for the world. You just need a white shirt and a black tie. That's all they care about. Yeah. Who the fuck cares what the white shirt may be? What company it might be from? The main concern is the suit, white shirt, black tie. Mm. That's it. Now, if you choose to spend a hundred dollars for your tie, and I choose to spend twenty dollars for my tie, it's still the apparel and the look. But it's the brainwashing and stuff with it from people through the years and stuff, whatever. That's saying that, hey, this brand name put money in the research, they got the quality, and done deal. Well, what if I bought the tie five times and you bought the tie once? So then, when my one tie fucks up. I have backup Betty number two. Mm. I have side bitch number three. Mm. So does quality matter and stuff, whatever, if you can do it for a price that's way cheaper? Yeah. Um, well, here's the thing. When are those ties going to die on? We'll give an expiration of two years. No, fuck it. Fuck that. We'll give it shorter then. So we'll say your hundred dollar tie right. will expire and stuff forever in like ten years. Hundred dollar tie expires in ten, 10 years. years. You know, like you know that one little strand that holds the last piece yeah. before it starts to unravel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah. shit taps on eight months a piece, but I buy five of these bitches. All right. So even in any case of stuff, whatever. And how and how much and how much you paying for those for those? Twenty. Twenty bucks. Twenty. Alright, so you, you spent uh you, you bought five? I bought five. So I, I spent a hundred bucks for five. For five. And, and you, you say how long is it one one last eight months. Eight months. Eight months. Hmm. And then the hundred dollar tie lasts how long? 
ten years. And you making your, you you saving your you 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 change for hundred dollar tie. Then that's it, and that's the thing. If you yeah, feel yeah, if you feel yeah. like you're making the change and stuff with a hundred dollar tie and stuff, yeah, for them, you, you, then by all means go through it and yeah, stuff for them. Yeah. But remember, again, it's still clothing, it's still textile, it's still fashion. Mm. You might not wear that same fashion and stuff, whatever, even with the past next two years, much less. True. It might not make the cut for the next two years. So even if you're buying it for say for the next ten years, you got that and stuff, whatever. Come fashion wise and stuff, whatever, they might write that shit off as old vintage. A do a do not do a fashion faux pas that will always fucks with me, by the way. Mm. And everything, and then some. So that's what I'm saying. You bought this thing for longevity purposes and stuff, whatever. We're in the fashion world, they're writing this bitch off in two years. True. But remember, fashion moves in waves. Are you going to be alive when that wave comes back? Ten years from now, your son might be fly as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> they might, yo, where you get that shit from? My daddy. He'd be like, they ain't make it like they used to. Yeah, damn right. Nah. Mm, I guess so. But shout out to Payless, man. They got them motherfuckers. Listen, but they I gave think, them back their money. That was the sad part. I didn't like. You know, I, I think it was a, a great social experiment. Perfect. Because, I mean... I mean, we were discussing this earlier. We're growing up. We're trying to convince our moms why they got to spend more than $120 for a pair of sneakers. Correct. Right? These kids are going out and buying $1,200 sneakers. Off-white. Yeezys. You know what I mean? The the Balenciagas. I'm, I'm looking at these kids' feet and I'm saying, God damn, you wear more than I put off for the week. Mm-hmm. So when I look at stuff like that and I, you know, I start to say to myself, wow, times have really changed. And then, you know, I jump on IG and every fifth scroll down, Somebody selling some designer sneakers, mm-hmm. either on a website or some web store. Yeah. Exclusive to non-exclusive, but it's never anything cheap. Well, no, people got money to burn nowadays. People, are people doing willing to do whatever it takes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, little Kim said it. It's just a cock just to get to the top. So I mean, if they're doing whatever it takes and stuff, whatever, then hey. Those are be those are the few that get hustled, and those are the people that hustle the few. Okay, that's a blessing. Yeah, it's a blessing, man. It's an epiphany to most. Epiphany. I love that word, epiphany. Let me ask you: mm. between men and women, who do you think gets an epiphany first? Between for life purposes. For life purposes. Who gets the epiphany first? Yeah, on average. Some women I heard said that men, they don't get serious and stuff whatever till they pass the age of 30. And I heard some men say women get too serious and stuff when they hit past the age of 25. Okay. Is that a, is that a, is that a life change or is that an epiphany moment for them to say? Well, all right, well, let's break down, let's break down epiphany first because... That to me is gonna de- determine my answer. Okay. Right. 
So when someone says, when someone gets an epiphany, it's an enlightened moment and and, and a, a eureka moment. Yeah. Like this, that, and the third. Wow. Like I get it now. I understand it now. Right. Right. In explaining it like that, I'm gonna have to say men. There you go. This is why I say men. Majority of women don't really kind of reach that 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 epiphany stage like that, mm. because a lot of them are mature in their thinking from early out. So they have an idea, or they already put together a roadmap on where they want their life to be, where they want to go, where they want their life to be, how they how they want certain things. The setup from from early, right? And they work towards that, mm-hmm. right? And if they do get a moment of enlightenment, I would say it's more of along on the goals or whatever it is that they're already working on. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's maybe it's to improve a certain way they're doing certain, or maybe there's a a faster way to achieve certain goals. So what about men now? Men, I men really have roadmaps. We wing everything. A lot of a, a, a lot of men have a, have an idea of where they want to be, mm-hmm. and then. They might put together steps to get there. Right. Right? But then I think the percentage of following that those steps fall alongside more of a woman type of thing. Mm-hmm. Where men will, will follow steps to a certain point. Yeah. And see a way where they can wing things. And shit, shit, let me wing things. And let that wing thing moment take over. Try and wing it for a bit. That wing thing might not happen. And it's shit. Let me go back to that plan. Let me go back to that plan for a little bit. And something else that comes along is, oh, the fact, oh, shoot. Let me wait. Because we, we like to take those chances. We like to take those risks. As a little boy, I seen that happen and stuff. Right? Forever. Yeah. And then we figure out, okay, no, that's it's not working. And then, and then, it, and then it, we see something, and then BAM! Oh, snap. That's what I should have been doing from back here. That's what my plan should have been from back here. That epiphany moment for a man can sometimes bring them to something totally new. Well, yeah, preacher, all that type of extra shit. We do a drug dealer before they turn into preacher. Now. Something totally new from where the, their whole their whole line of thinking or path was going. Can Robert Kelly get to an epiphany moment? I don't know. It's a, you, yeah. you know, I'm still trying to save him. One yeah, day, there's, there's no, <laughs> bro. I'm I'm a I'm a okay. I'm bring you to the level of reality. Right now, okay. Robert Kelly can't hit an epiphany. Robert Kelly 
sang about Jesus saving him. Yeah, you save me. And slid down the hill faster than the Jamaican Bob sled team. If Jesus can't save his ass, you can't save him. That documentary might save his ass. Something might save <laughs> I no, I say that because I remember all right, recently Waka Flocka, right? That's that was my guy. That's mm. my guy and stuff, whatever. You know, even on my phone I still got hard in the paint playing and stuff in rotation somewhere in my my iTunes. And he said he, he's actually retiring from hip hop and stuff, whatever. Okay. I feel like he had he had an epiphany moment. He said he's he made a statement and stuff, whatever, that he came in a game to make some money he said he made over 30 million dollars he did this he's like he doesn't want no beef with anybody he said that he come he's 32 years old he feels like he set his purpose and his course that he'd done and right now hip hop isn't a thing for him yeah anymore and I felt like yo that was an epiphany but here's again what I'm saying that epiphany moment that he has is taking him somewhere totally, totally different different from where he, he was, was, where he was at initially. You understand? Yeah, right. So what I'm saying, when women have epiphany moments, their epiphany moments almost still kind of in, in line with what, what they're, they're doing. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I get it now. Women, we're not shitting on you. We still love y'all. No, we're not shitting on we're you. Just, we're, just, we're saying that you're more, you're already more in tune to what's happening. So, so that it's not epiphany, really epiphany moment, it's not really an epiphany yeah, yeah, yeah. moment. It's, it's almost like you're finding a, a almost like a. A, a better way an improved way of what, of what you were already thinking or the goal you want to reach mind you you can have the epiphany moment and do something totally left field from what you're doing but man I'm, and woman yeah man and woman but I'm I'm saying typically just 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 um how women are mentally structured mm -hmm. the more the, the, the maturity level is there more quicker understand that the, the nurturing fact yeah makes you set things more in motion that type of it makes you want to have more stability so you, you you put plans in motion and you try your best to follow those plans where your men were you know what i mean just for our nature we're off the cuff you know what i mean we'll mm -hmm. have we'll, we'll put together a plan but we, we can easily deviate. deviate from our plan yeah because we we think this might work you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Even though it's not proven that it would work, but just that, that notion of it, gotcha. we, we can de we'll deviate. Gotcha. I see it. I see it. Yeah. So, yeah, salute to Waka, man. I feel like Waka didn't... Well, I'm not downplaying Waka and stuff, but I feel like Waka's music is more turn-up style. Yeah. You know, hard in the paint, you know, busting at them, it's a party. Those type of tracks and stuff that are turned up type of thing and stuff whatever right you see like a man like Jay man like Jay has the same kind of flow and it just depends on what he's transitioning with in life right it can kind of mesh and merge and stuff whatever where, where his life and stuff is going yeah, yeah. Right? and I feel like Jay's music and stuff whatever is like adult trap music or adult trap rap okay I can see it yeah. right yeah because I want to say me getting older and stuff, whatever, I transitioned with Jay from like when I was in middle school to a grown man, be it a married man with a, you know, who's a father. Right. And I, his music and stuff has transcended and stuff in times of with an individual like me. Yeah. 
So I consider that music like that and stuff is kind of like growing music. So what is growing up music to you? Um, that's a, it's a good question because there's, there's not a lot of what I would consider growing up music out there as it is now, right? So, especially in hip hop, you know, you know what though? I think there's more growing up music in hip hop. Really? Then hold on. Than there is in today's R and B, and I feel the opposite. I feel like in today's R and B and stuff, whatever, is like clinging to me. I can, I can, I can understand a boot up because I am boot up. Yeah, whatever. And you know, and if I get into a situation with my with my wife, okay, I could be trip trip tripping. Okay, but all right. So, good point that you make, right? So that's with those two songs, right? Are from the artist element, correct? All right. Can we both agree that LMA is a new breed of R&B singer that's, I would say, maybe similar but dissimilar than the R&B singers that are out there What the fuck do you mean right by now? that? Dissimilar. Okay, for instance. You picked, um, you picked Boot Up, right? Right. Okay. The last, I'm trying to think of another R&B singer who I, had, who had a big hit. Name another R&B singer who had a, a, a recent, big, uh, a big hit recently. A rookie? Like a newcomer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the newcomers. Uh, uh, was it Khalid? Khalid. Khalid. Okay. That that send location. See, I feel like the location song when he came two years ago, right? Right. Yeah, I believe tw- ending in twenty sixteen or probably beginning of twenty seventeen. The send location track, whatever is like, yeah. you know, yeah, it'd be like, hey, I'm sending location, come find me. Okay. And but, but with okay, but with that track, right? Okay. If would you how do you, how do you look at that track? Is is that. Is that adult contemporary? No. Or is it... Because it can fall either way, right? You don't have to be an adult to uh, to, to understand that, right? True. Fact. Okay. Let's jump to his song, his songs previous to that. That's his, that's his bust, his breakthrough. No, is what the... the um, location. The location? Location. Location was his breakthrough. Was the thing is just as big? Um, Young Dumb? Young Dumb and... Not really. That was on the same album, but that was like another single he threw out there. Okay, because he who's Young Dumb to direct it towards to his group, his age frame. He he was young. He, young Dumb American high school kids. Yeah, his right. American okay. team. That's what the album's called. Okay, can you can you listening to that song? Can you identify with that song? Maybe because I was Young Dumb once. <laughs> yeah, but now, but now, it, no, you can't no. identify with that right. song. Okay, um, black, uh, black's a nice R and B artist. I like black. Yeah, I like black too. But a lot of the stuff that he's talking about, I can't relate to. Now, right now, right. You understand? Right, but that's what I'm saying. These are these are rookies that just came out. But I feel like I want to say if the content and stuff, whatever. 
See, that's so grown up music to me. I feel like if the content can be timeless, yeah, then we're good. So, like for example, okay, me, I'm a man of stuff, whatever. Right? Okay, I'm a I'm a man of stuff right now, at age 33, right? When Teddy Pendergrass came out with "Turn Off the Lights," back then I'm like, mm, didn't mean anything and stuff, whatever to me. But the right. content was still timeless, right? And then if you, I'll wash your body. You can wash mine too, you know, rub me down with some hot oil. You know it's an intimate moment between man and woman. Right. That is timeless. That's always going to be intimate moments with man and woman. Right. So right. that's what I'm saying. A song like that, that's grown-up music and stuff for them because even when it came out, even if it didn't hit the grown-ups then, it's still going to hit the people and stuff forever, past, present, and future. Right. That's what I consider grown-up music. Okay. So when I say... When I talk about today's R&B music, right? When the making the the R&B music that's made today, it's not geared towards adults. It's not. It's not really. No, I don't think so. Do you think so? Boot up. I mean, we're not boot up. If if I'm married. No, but look at okay. Look at it from the look at it from the standpoint, dude. You can be 16 and be boot up. True fact. You understand? Yeah, because that's their word. Yeah. So it's not the fact that. It's it's there's they're singing music that, that and the music can be t- timeless, but the music that is singing, I don't think it's I don't think it's geared towards grown up, grown up. So you're saying so you're saying music has to be geared towards grown up will classify grown up music to you to me. Okay, you understand? Right. Because this is okay. For instance, so okay, give me give me oh, give me for an instance. For instance, listening to Buddha, okay. right? We're gonna understand. We're gonna understand it because we're used to that culture, right? right. So we we understand what she's saying and how she's saying it, mm-hmm. right? Think of somebody who's going to be in their fifties and up. Mm-hmm. The slang that she uses in "boot up," they won't understand. They're not gonna understand it. Fair. Give me an okay. So then, give me an example of the hip hop you're talking about that's more geared towards grown up music. The one that, from today, Jay Z. Right, but that's what I'm saying. A man like Jay has transitioned and stuff. For that's what I'm saying. Transitional period. Okay, right. what else? Because like I said, that Jay Jay has transitioned. He's been in the game. Like, let me say this. Salute to any rapper hearing this. That's transitioning and stuff through the time. Like Fab Jay. Even Lil Wayne with this Carter Five, you know, when you put through over a good amount of years and you transition, like for example, I'm a man, I'm a fan of the Locks, and Jay, like let me say, like Jada Kiss and like Styles and stuff, whatever. Talking about way back when about gun busting popping off, this moving bricks and all that type of stuff, whatever. It was fine to me when I was like 16 thugging. Right. I'm 30 plus married with a kid and stuff, whatever. That music is not applicable to me now. And no. if they're still in the game, still talking about that, whatever, you lost me. Right, right. I, I am a grown-up now. You won't get me. Right. So the content and stuff, what I feel like, has to be at least to a level and stuff where, again, it has to transition through space and time. Yeah. But you, but here's Walk the, it like it, I talk it ain't transitioning. Yeah, but, but here's the thing, though. In hip-hop... In order for grown-up music to work, you gotta be a grown-up. 
Okay. But we have a lot of grown-ups in hip-hop, don't we not? Or did it just mm, all fall back? How many, how many, many grown-ups do we have in hip-hop that are actually actively doing music in, in hip-hop? And then, with that being said, we can look at it and say, yeah, it's a grown-up vibe because I can get into it because they're not Fat Joe. The last few, the, the last few stuff that he's put up. Mm-hmm. Grown-up vibe. Mm-hmm. Right? Jay-Z, the last few projects he's put out. Grown-up vibe, right? Snoop, yeah, yeah his little church thing. Snoop, right? Mm-hmm. Nas's last album. Grown-up. Grown-up vibe, right? Grown-up. So all these rappers who we grew up with, mm-hmm. right? They're growing up, right? Mm-hmm. They're, exper- they're not experiencing growing-up things. So now they're rapping about these growing up things mm-hmm. we're growing up we're experiencing the same growing up things right so we can identify with what they're saying right. matter of fact we can identify with what they're saying more than we can identify with the young bucks because we're no longer doing the young bucks thing right 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 so then you know with that being said okay how many are really doing growing up music and how, how can we appreciate it I'm saying now hell yeah because I'm thinking now really I can listen to music not just for the not just for the the, the music side of it okay but I can listen to music for maybe some little edification value hmm. because here it is a specific song that's speaking towards how I'm thinking. You know, dudes are talking about investing in, in stocks and in bonds and crap like that. Well, hell, I'm at the stage of my life where I've been in investing in stocks, stocks and bonds. bonds. Yeah. You know what I mean? People are talking about going trips to this, that, and a third. Well, hell, I couldn't take those trips when I was in my teens. Yeah. But I'm an adult now You can making little ends for me to travel. I can take a trip to wherever you said you've been and experience that same experience that you've been putting in all these songs. Correct. You understand? So they they grow up, we grow up with them. And then, you know what I mean? I think it's a great, it's, now it's a greater appreciation, it's a greater appreciation for it because here, here it is. We can still get to enjoy hip hop. Yeah. Cause it's hard to it's hard to enjoy something when you can no longer identify with Eminem. Eminem. That's the, that's the reason why and stuff for that. I'm like, mm, I wasn't too sure about this Eminem album mm. because the Eminem and stuff for that it seems like the same classic angry ass Eminem. Yeah. And that's my thing and stuff for that. I'm like, bro, you had all these dollars and all that time and stuff for that. You couldn't find a chance a time to be happy. Same thing. Mary J. Blige. Mary right. J. Blige's music and stuff for whatever was, I want to say, catering towards not being happy. You know? I want to say she had a few songs like You Are My Everything and stuff for that, but, you know, her for most of her music and stuff for that is when, like, you know, I, deep inside, you know, I'm just married. It's about the bad. Right. It's about the bad and stuff for that. But, like, when is a person and stuff or the listener or the consumer say, like, I'm not always going to be depressed. <laughs> You're going to give me some happy shit. When are you going to transition past from that sad shit? <laughs> Whatever yeah. to some good shit, and that's what I'm saying. Like, content that type of content and stuff, whatever. To me, 
I don't feel like it's grown up music. I feel like grown up music and stuff for this like when it's timeless. That's why I said the, the Khalid. Yeah. With the Khalid because I feel like the center location can resonate to the young kids. Even if right now and stuff for that, if your wife, you and your wife want to do a little private rendezvous and you guys want to play a little nice little game of coy with each other and say like, you know what? I got a little special gift for you at a hotel and I'm going to be at. <laughs> yeah, but okay. Here's the location yeah, I'm going to send. Okay, but even with that, even with that saying, even that, with that being said, mm-hmm. which 50-year-old is sending locations, bro? <laughs> Hey, I don't trust a 50-year-old IT man, so I don't even know if he might even send me proper locations, man. Listen, it's, it's, it, when, when you use ter- any, you got to think about it. It's all about terms, too, right? Send me your location. You got to okay. explain. So you gotta term, ex- you're, you're right. You're right. You, you, you said that. You said with the boot up. Yeah. It's the term. Yeah. Okay. You got to explain. When, someone's, when, when somebody come, you know, someone of older folks say, you come to you and say, what do you, what do you mean? Send location. What, what, how's he, what, how am I... How is he supposed to send me? Mm, I get you. You know what I mean? I get we you. know instantly what he's talking about. Slow down there, old timer. I understand now. I understand. I understand. I got it. I got it. Maybe my young ass mind is moving too fast. I got it. I get it. You understand? So, and again, mm-hmm. when you look at when you look at grown up music now, if back to R and B. Sade drops a single tomorrow, mm-hmm. right? It's not gonna leave anything for the imagination because the wording is proper. Because the wording is going to be something where she knows her audience, which is going to be a mature audience, mm-hmm. is going to understand. But as well as a younger audience and stuff as well. As well as a younger audience, because the wording and stuff is proper. It's wording. not using booed up or anything like that. Like. I think she had a long blank period and stuff, whatever. Like when she dropped um, "Soldier of Love," and "Soldier of Love," I believe had um, "Moon in the Sky," mm. that song and stuff, whatever, right? And like you know, like we could have had it all. We could have been like the moon in the sky, right? A young person can understand that as well as a mature Sade fan can understand that. 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 But you're saying the stuff, whatever. The young person still will understand boot up. The semi going there person will understand boot up. Fifty year old was saying like, "Is there ghosts in the house? Why yeah, is what like, are we saying boot for?" Yeah, 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 yeah. It's no, it's no longer <laughs> in the in the dump. It it will it will become that when all the people die, <laughs> or, or when those who are LMA's age mm-hmm. become the forty five, become the fifty. Yeah, you understand? Then. At that point, that's grown up music. Well, it might not be because, but think about it. Those kids and stuff might have a different type of terminology and stuff even then. So when you no, have to no, explain listen, the boo, but listen, but I'm saying though, mm-hmm. the kids at that point will have different terminology. terminology. Than yeah, that's what I'm saying. But those who grew up with LMA will help. They'll know what booed up is as a 50 year old, right? So boot as up. a 45 year old, they'll know. Boo will still be their terms of endurance. But that's what I'm saying. So the 20 year old LMA fans and stuff would have told like if you transition to like 30 years later who are around 50, yeah. they're still the ones holding on to the understanding of the boot up. But the young ones coming up won't have that understanding. No, they're going to use another term. Exactly. That the person who's used to boot up is not going to understand. Right. So then, yeah, that's that's where it's not going to hold dear and stuff for there. So it's going to be a constant up and down dance, up and down dance. Yeah, a constant up and down dance. I mean, it's, it's like 
we're, we're able to bridge the gap because we're we're fans of music, mm-hmm. right? We love interacting with youth. You understand? Mm-hmm. So we're, we're there. You understand? Right. We're, we're on that wavelength of what's going on and so forth, mm-hmm. right? When I talk to my sister, there's, there's, there's a bit of explaining that I have to do. Right. Even though she has kids, she doesn't have that same type of interaction That's that right. I have with you. You right. understand? So when there's when she's talking to me, there's certain situations where I might have to explain something a little bit better, and I might not know it enough, and I have to might ask, ask the younger people to explain it to me, so I can explain it to the older people. Mm-hmm. It, you know what I mean? Fair. So, Fair. like I said, man, I think with um, and for, and and again, going back to me thinking that there's more um. More grown up rhymes and more uh, more grown grown up things in hip hop. In regards to R and B, it's exactly the same point that I just pointed out. Mm-hmm. Think of who we have as far as rappers who we grew up with, mm-hmm. who are doing it now, right? Right. Think about the same time period, mm-hmm. right? Of R&B artists mm-hmm. who we grew up with, how many of them are doing it now? Robert Kelly. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you with your nasty ass, Robert <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> yo, yo, he's still doing it, man. Yeah, I mean, hey, I understand. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. How many of us really still Damn doing it zero. now? Damn near zero. It, it is what it is. Damn near zero. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's nothing really where we... I mean, we're stuck with what the R&B well, I mean, is. We're with stuck. these new I mean, people yeah. doing the R&B. I mean, but you have you have these fortunate folks and stuff like... Beyonce, Alicia Keys, those types and stuff, whatever, that that's still, like, you know, swimming along. Yeah. And doing the little bit by bits and stuff, whatever. Beyonce's work ethic and stuff is hella good. Yeah. Right? And Alicia Keys and stuff for her, she does. She has her moments and stuff like where she comes up from doing her other stuff to come up and do it. And see, and and Beyonce is, and Beyonce is a special case because she has the she has the mature people, but she's adored by a, a younger audience. Right. So she has to she has to play the she has to play the balance between the two. But she is when she puts out an album, when mm-hmm. she puts out something like a Lemonade. There's gonna be something popular for the for the younger crowd, but then she's gonna have songs on there that's geared towards Her the majority and yeah. and, and, and the adult crowd. Yeah. Whereas Rihanna comes out tomorrow, it's all for the young. Yeah, crowd. it's all it's all gonna be for the for yeah. the young crowd, right? Mm-hmm. It, I mean, it is what it is. It's up and down, up and down. Yo, so let me say this. Since we since we close on the on the grown up, up and down, up and down. Let's talk about the stripper thing. Let me explain about the stripper thing now. I was with my peoples, mm-hmm. listening to some music. Yeah. Sometimes some great conversations started from the music world. While we're in the conversation stuff about music and everything, there was a line from a Rick from a Gucci Man song. Rick Ross said it. He said, "Yeah, that hoes a stripper, and there's so much she can offer me." And I asked the people I was with, 
would you date a stripper? And they had a negative reaction to it. So I'm asking you, if you were single right now, hypothetically, and a woman you met on paper is the woman of your dreams, but her occupation is a stripper, would you date her? C, no. <laughs> did I meet her as a stripper? Or did she start, or did she decided that, you know, she needs to, to, to boost up her, 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 her living expenses, or, you know. All you met her in the grocery store. I met her in the grocery you store. You met her in the grocery store. All right. She's over there trying to pick up some cereal. You seen her. You about to pick up your cereal. You get into conversation. Say, yeah, you're going to swap numbers. Y'all go for a dinner. And jobs come up. And that's where it comes up. Okay. So, now, depending on how the conversation is going, mm -hmm. up, into, up into the point where we start discussing occupation, mm -hmm. it's probably going to... It's probably gonna play a a good portion of of what my decision decision is gonna be. Um, usually before I get into the topic of occupation, it's more or less trying to find out what that other person's like. That 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 true person that that. The the id the the I the me the the she who is who is that person inside that body and who is going to be that person regardless of what the outside world is or mm -hmm. what side or regardless of what the outside world is doing mm -hmm. it, it, it what's that core that's not going to be rocked. Or shaken, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. After I find out what that core is, mm -hmm. right? It's now how do I see myself interacting with that core? So you know she arrived for you. You 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 have an idea and stuff. So I gotta figure out. Beginning. So I'm figuring out all this stuff, right? Right. If she'll ride for me. If this is the type of person who has integrity, morals, and values, all the things that I hold dear deep that you're looking for in a woman. And and dearly. Right. Right? Now, once we've gotten past that stage, mm -hmm. I think I almost I, I I think I have a kind of a clue or an 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 inkling of where your mind state is, mm -hmm. um, where your integrity lies, and the type of person you aim to be. Regardless of what you do for a living. Regardless of... Fair. Regardless of your current situation. Right, because that type of... I'm assuming the type of 
core integrity values you're looking for and stuff is a person is doing this just for the period of time to get better into another transition well if because if, if she, she stripped forever with you if you if listen if you if your cores if your core value and integrity remains holds true yeah all the way through to the very end it don't matter what you do for a living it shouldn't matter what you do for a living because that's fact because at that there's still people yeah because and, and at that point there's it's there's there's been an established an establishment mm-hmm. right coming with that establishment the trust has been formed right mm-hmm. coming with that that trust is knowing that person is not going to do anything or try and, or, or try within their power not to do anything that's gonna be disrespectful to you or hurtful towards you. Mm-hmm. Right? They're gonna they're looking to show you that much amount of respect because they believe and they know that's the type of respect that you show them. Mm-hmm. You understand? So with that being with that being said, knowing all of that, and she came forth and said, Well listen. You dragging out a lot of shit. I'm just I, 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 I strip for that because I gotta I gotta put it in context because right. if I don't if I don't know all of that stuff ahead of time and she comes to me and she and I ask her yo so what do you do for a living mm-hmm. and she says well I'm a stripper without having any context. Of the, who that person is, what that what that person's about, right? I may automatically prejudge and write her off based upon the occupation, occupation, as opposed to based on the person themselves. But true, but when you're dating a person and stuff, whatever, it's still a rookie stage, and at the end of the day and stuff, whatever, I want to say is resume format to me. Yeah, people can put the greatest shit on a resume perfect attendance always punctual all that type of shit and then when it comes to the actual owl and everything like that whatever yeah. they're late as shit and they're never there every day so see, that's what I'm saying and that's in the beginning of even a date thing and stuff well, whatever well, he, so he, how do you know well, if, if they put the paperwork well, he, and stuff into it here's the, here's the thing you have to be you have to be wise to these things mm-hmm you gotta you you gotta know anytime that you're in a situation where first impressions matter. Fact. That person you're interacting with is always gonna put their best foot forward mm-hmm. first. You understand? Mm-hmm. So you go into a, a situation knowing that, right? Mm-hmm. And you formulate stuff. So. They say you got to give yourself time to know a person. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. So you say to yourself, okay. It's probably going to take maybe the third or fourth date before that person starts to feel comfortable. We got you on record about three fucking sons. <laughs> you don't know a person. Listen. <laughs> three sons. Listen. I'm a three. I'm still sticking with my three sons. Okay. But I'm saying typically mm-hmm. it may take you three to four dates. Yeah. 
to know a person. Right. Right? Oh, I've been through the rodeo many a times that I've whittled that shit down to three or four sons. <laughs> I have set questions that I ask. You know when you go for a job interview? Yeah. They ask you these questions and they seem like some of these questions repeat. They just ask them in a different way. Why should we hire you for the job? <laughs> They're doing that deliberately mm-hmm. because they want to get the truthful answer out of you. Mm-hmm. You understand? So they, there's, they put their, their built-in ways to trip you up in being truthful mm-hmm. and not just looking to put your best foot forward. You understand? Right. So this is you gotta do it. You gotta be have that same level of craftiness when you're trying to get the information you truly desire out of someone who only wants to put their best foot forward. True. Right. Because if they answer truthfully and stuff, whatever, then they'll come out the same way. Then it'll. it'll but if they answer and stuff with a lie and stuff, whatever, it'll remix every time it comes out. It'll remix every time it comes out, and then once it starts, re- hey, listen. You catch two or three remixes. No, 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 no. You starting to nah. No, 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 no. Okay, okay, so okay. So now, now when the next next conversation leads, you kind of almost. Oh, so what do you do for an occupation? I'm a stripper. Hmm. Okay. Any reason why you chose that as an occupation? So now, you already set the foundation. Of truthful answers versus non-truthful answers. Right. <laughs> What's coming to you next? Now, if you've gone through your paces, your due diligence, and you determine that that person's an upright person with integrity and whatever that, you know, regardless of the answer that she's going to give you, mm-hmm. it's going to be something truthful. Mm-hmm. Whether she says... She loves stripping and how it makes it feel. She loves to be naked and expose her body. Mm-hmm. She gonna be truthful with it. Right? It's up to you mm-hmm. on how you want to deal with that response. Right. Right? She comes to you and says, I just really needed to get through college. So I, I did this. Tuition. To yeah. do my fruition. At that point, you've worked up to the point, you, 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 you know what I mean, to the point where you can Believe that answer that she's gonna give you. Right. You can rock with it, or you can't. Right. But the, the fact of the matter is, you're dealing with somebody, and they, uh, it, you 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 get that core. You find that core. You find that integrity. You find that trust that you can believe in. Then the occupation itself is minuscule. Is 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 minuscule. And I mean, and it, for instance. Women could say the same thing about men. You know what I mean? Go on a few dates and so forth like that. Date number three, he's the most, the, he's the wonderful guy. He's the best guy in the world. Right. Not, can do no wrong, this, that, and third. Mm-hmm. He wants to have kids, this, and having family. I mean, you finally gear up to ask him, what do you do for a living? He tells you he's a garbage man. What do you do? What are you, how are you looking at him now? Are you looking at this? Oh, you're nothing good. Uh, you're, you're no good other than to collect other people's garbage. Are you seeing him like that now? Are you still seeing that person with integrity 
with dreams or whatever that you 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 fell in love with that core, mm-hmm. right? Are you still seeing that core after that man tells you that he's a garbage? Because you still should be seeing that core. All the way, all the way. Yeah, his occupation shouldn't define him from what he does. Neither a stripper's occupation could should define her. Now, here's where the, the tricky part lies. As a stripper, you're you're fulfilling somebody else's fantasy. Correct. Right? Right. As much as you can trust and believe in your girl who's a stripper mm-hmm. to have her integrity you can't always count on the customers that she's serving to have that type of integrity yeah but I feel like the the establishment should at least have the kind of backing for them because there's some establishments and stuff whatever there's some clubs and stuff whatever you can't touch the chick yeah I mean, and you're right, and you know, and you, if the dude goes to go to extra bound and stuff, whatever, and she lets the let it be known, she's uncomfortable with that. He's going out the door like Jazzy Jeff, mm-hmm. and there's other situations and stuff, whatever. It went like that, whatever. Beyond, like you know, like I said, to her consent and all the above and everything, like whatever. There's still some kind of confrontation and stuff, whatever, and it's gonna ruin set mood. It, it, yeah. But again, look again. Look at it this way, right? If I'm at a table in the corner, get in the table, Dan. Mm-hmm. Right? The bouncer's all the way at the front door, mm-hmm. right? I had a a little bit too much to drink. Too much to drink. Fair. Right. Fair. I start getting belligerent. Right. Right. And I want a little bit more than a lap dance from this dancer. Mm-hmm. So I start the the touching and yeah, feeling and right. You know what I mean? I and I I spent a fair amount of money with with this lady. Right. I'm thinking I'm owed a little bit more than I should be getting. Right. Right. I make a grab after her. Right. Okay. In her response, she smacks me. Right. Right? Right. Because she has her integrity. She ain't about that life. Right. She's just here trying to pay her way through to college. Right. Nothing more. Right. All right. right. It's okay. And now what do you do now? You smack her back. I freak out with my in the drunk state that I am. Right. And put my fist through her face before any bouncer can leap up onto Fair. their feet. Fair. Right? Right. Those are real ass situations. Of course they that, are. That of course. They, and they happen. And that's what I'm saying. It's still a part of the establishment. Right. And that's what I'm saying. Where I say a part is part of the establishment and stuff, whatever, is that I've been to places and stuff, whatever. I guess called the champagne room. Yeah. One place I know they call the snake pit. And another place like champagne room, whatever the case and stuff, whatever. These people are that close and on deck. So then, and in any case, stuff, whatever. If that's to happen that fast and everything, you drunken state, whatever, you're not leaving it unscathed. 
No, no, you. She might no. be a casualty and stuff for the war because yeah. of your situation and stuff like that, whatever. Yeah. But on the law of averages and stuff for their per establishment or per city, how often does this happen per night? You're right. It 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 probably doesn't happen often. Right, but it happens. But and and the fact that it can happen probably would lead to your your because you never know. Like but it's, that, that's it's, that's that's almost everything though. Well, you're right. Yeah, it almost is everything. it is almost everything. Yeah. It but it, it's it's the situation that you you see it in. You almost kind of think of well, yeah, you know, it. I can. I can where it's in almost any situation you can almost see it your mind will make you see it happen in this situation more, more. because of, so the, of, so of what it is a 9 to 5 job if the chick was to get touched and the guy like that she slapped him and then the guy put his fist to her face stuff whatever you wouldn't really see that at the 9 to 5 you would see Com- that happening if there would to you there would be less of a chance less of that of a happening chance, whatever, at a 9 to 5 Compared to a strip club, at a strip club, at a strip club and stuff, it happened more because you have alcohol, the factor, the, you know, the right. lewd behavior, that. Yeah, see, I don't know. To me, I feel like yeah, a situation like that. Long story short, whatever, because you drag that shit out. I feel like she, regardless of what she does, mm. I hundred percent, one hundred ten percent agree with you and stuff. Whatever, her core factors and stuff have to be in line. Because my thing and stuff is that you, set strippers, should just conduct themselves in a level of relationship or dating or to be respectful to the person that they're with. Right. So now they know for a fact that, okay, I'm, I took it upon myself to go on a date with set individual. I took it upon myself to continue seeing set individual and stuff, whatever. They don't have a problem with my occupation. So let me not give them a shadow of a doubt of anything and stuff, whatever. Let me play to win. Right. So if they're playing the win and stuff and they're playing all their cards and stuff right, whatever, then by all means. Me, I just need an end game. Just know for a fact that, hey, if you're going to be stripping for tuition, fine. Your overall goal and stuff, whatever, is to get your tuition paid, graduate. If you're going to be stripping for this house, then after you buy your house and stuff, I'm assuming you're getting a real job or, or a different job. Yeah. There has to be an end game and stuff to it. If you have no end game and stuff, whatever... And you don't see the vision and stuff for that for yourself and everything like whatever, because I can't make anybody see any kind of vision. No, you can't. But if you can't see the vision for yourself or a set woman can't see the, the vision for herself, whatever, this is where this date will be ending nice and quick. Be like, I get it. Cool. You do your thing. This was fun. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then we just wrap it up. But that, and that's exactly what, I, that's, that's exactly what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying, right? I the have core. To, and that's why I ask you. Like when when does that conversation cut come up? Because if if it comes up immediately, well, but I'm saying if 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 it comes up before I get the chance to examine your core, mm-hmm. I may not examine your core. Fact, you know what I mean? Just just based yeah, on that yeah, alone, yeah, 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 you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. I might not, you know, I, you I might, might not with it. Yeah. I might not be fucking with it. Yeah, you know what I mean? If you know, being the other way around, I already know who you are. Mm-hmm. You understand? And I can look at that. What you do is, I know why you do it. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yeah. I, I know there's, there's a, there's a, an end to your me. Mm-hmm. You understand? So I can, and it's up to me at that point to either rock with you or not. Fair. All right. And I'm, I'm like, I'm good. I'm gonna do my Chippendale. That's my wife.
I have to ask. Get your permission slip. Yeah, good. Get your permission slip, slang. I'm ready if you need a backup, help, stuff like that, whatever. You know, we about we about to make this change. You know, I told you my name, Candlestick. You know, Candlestick with the dick. You know, I got some tricks. And I do a few tricks. There you go. So, I mean, hey, I'm with it. Thank you for listening to the Particle Sons. Remember, the difference between stupidity and genius is that genius has its limits. Peace. Peace. The particle sun.